Welcome to the Boom or Bust NRL Fantasy Podcast 2023. If you like what you hear today, make sure to follow us at Boom or Bust NRL on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome to our Round 20 Pre-State of Origin Game 3 Team List Tuesday Podcast. And if that's not a mouthful, welcome to the Boom or Bust Podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Lord, and tonight I'm joined by Nick Lord, who has come off the toilet, our stats guru, Fantasy Nugget. How you going? <laughs> mate, mate, what a do, baby. Going good, mate. Going good. Uh, finally back on the horse. That's it. Back off the horse, back on off the horn, right? That's it, mate. <laughs> That's it. All right, mate. Let's have a quick talk about how we did last week. Good week for you. Mate, good week for both of us. Um, 7.57. Um, and one of the things I got wrong, I, I traded in a Sarko last minute and uh, he nabbed me a 34. So I'm pretty happy with that up to rank 120, which I'm really happy with. How'd you go, mate? Uh, very well. So I got a 807. Oof. Yeah, propped up by a few good scores in there. So, um, and some mate, good... I was tracking your score and like, the app couldn't deal with like all the loops you put in place. Like at one stage you had like seven, it's like 14 or 15 players scoring or something like that. And then you had like 11 scoring. Yeah. It was like all over the place whilst I was checking up to see how high you climbed, you know? That's it. Oh mate. It's, it was certainly dealing with it. So this time around, cause I had, uh, I think I had like 15 or 16 scoring players. So I could, I could loop a lot of people. So I was looping SJ hands and Boyd on one side and I was looping uh, Tarpane and Tohu. On the other so did pretty well so uh look i jumped up to 28th and i must say mate i think Oof. yeah we've done pretty well this year i think as a podcast prepping people for the buy rounds so mate i, I think so i know we got slaughtered i think was it the uh second buy week it, it felt pretty rough but um yeah know, I, I, I even overall, jumped up I then because yeah. i got up to 43rd then but i sort of i then got slapped by the uh eagles spy the following week yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, oh, yeah, oh, round totally. 18. And the, and the, yeah, so. We've definitely I've, profited up some, like, pretty good options there, each of these buys to, like, get people out of JLA. That's it. And so I think, guys, as dumb as it sounds, if you're listening at home, most of it from here is up to you. Essentially, I think the goal of the podcast is kind of the first big gate is the first buy. So, hey, they how to get to build your team up to the first buy so you can build heaps of value, get the cash in the bank, get your team into a good state. Right. Then the second gate is through this kind of buy period and state of origin. And now it's just about to finish, assuming no major injuries happen, you know, on Wednesday night or at training, as can happen with if you're at the Roosters. And then, guys, I don't want to say you're on your own because the podcast will still keep on going, but it's pretty much make your own choice at this point. Hopefully, you're at the somewhere between 13 and a half, 14 and a half million bucks, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, towards the fourteen and a half or so, um, thirteen and a half, you, you'd have a pretty light on bench, I think, compared to other squads. Eh? Yeah, though I must say, there's not too many high end players. It's not like other years where there's like all these nine hundred and fifty thousand dollar players. It's like there's Cleary and Hines. There's a gap. There's Fafita. There's a and Yo, and then there's a gap, and then there's like a whole bunch of uh eight hundred oh, and S J and Moses, and then it's just a drop down to like eight hundred k. So you can yeah, get yeah, away. Lots of expensive, lots of expensive halves, eh? Yes, it has been the year of the expensive half. So there, there are four or five, which if you got on, should be pretty happy, right? <sighs> if only. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So look, the only d- dumb thing about my 807 is I got him Munro, which is great because he got me 50 
but uh, he's not playing this week. And Haas is yeah, out. I was I was slogging on that just because he wasn't playing this week, and now he's uh, bitten you in the ass, hasn't he? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I actually had Edwards in from uh, the Bulldogs in for ages, and then everyone's convinced me I'll get Munro, and of course, well, Edwards does just as well, right? Well, you had Harrison and Edwards picked. sitting there. So the um, I, I I had him as a choice basically. The, oh, the, I see. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the winger. Yeah. I, I was just I was like fifty fifty on you know which one to bring in. And uh, so, yeah. so, 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 sorry, not Harrison Edwards. Uh, Wilson. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wilson sitting there just going, oh, he should be a good go. Anyway, my huge mistake, of course. And then uh, Wilson goes off and he plays this week. So, maybe the cash out, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So, we'll get to him. Anyway, uh, let's get to the least, guys. There's a real couple of good ones here. Uh, obviously, Brenton Vickery is still Shout second out. overall. Well done, mate. Uh, I'm up to third in the overall league. Nick, you're up to 18th in the overall league. Well done. Mate, climbing, 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 climbing. The fact that you're 120th overall and like 18th of a league shows how much filth there is in the Boom and Bust league, I must say. Yeah, the, these uh, these leagues we all join, like they're way too competitive, eh? Like it's just insane. That's it. And luckily I won the head-to-head mode this week in Stu's Chaos Mode with the 807. So uh, everyone else had the week off for the head-to-head leagues. Now, what Mitch, was your overall score for the round? 47th overall. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Far out. That's insane. Yeah. So, look, some guys, they did everything right. Like, they, I got iPuppies 32, you know, and a couple of things like this. Well, other people had, like, yep. oh, they had Lomax plus they had Tomoko, you know, all yeah, this type yeah, of yeah. stuff. So if you, if you hit every single high note, you got above me. But I sort of did the best out of those who didn't quite hit every single high note. Uh, all right, let's talk about the injuries. Now, Mitch isn't with us tonight because he's dealing with actually injured people. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about him. So Ryan Sutton uh, is not named this week. He had neck pain, clear to fractures, TBA on his return. Uh, probably beneficiary there is Max King. Now, bad news for Joe Offengawi. Good news for the if you own any of the other Eels middles. Joe Offengawi. I uh, got a suspected MCL injury, quite a serious one. I don't know whether you saw that one, Nick. But yeah, I saw him hobbling off. Hey, he, he got he folded on, over yeah, that knee. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I haven't seen exactly uh, like the results from that yet, but it did not look good. Uh, Paul Turner. So in the Dragons game, so he got uh, need in the back. So it's it's a lower back or a kidney issue. He hasn't been named this week. Uh, obviously, they got the bye. So Jacob Little, uh, Cat 2 HIA, he's got the bye. Jaden Sullivan, you saw that one, Nick. Got shot by a sniper. Mate, he was just in support and CMA, you know. Brutal. Oh, it is exactly like Cleary, right? He was just trying to run back, like in support, and just boom, catch you later. Yeah. So the third hamstring injury for Jaden Sullivan, I believe, in the last 12 months. So that's a concern. As Ooh. Mitch would say, he does not like that. Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla looks like he got a late impact related MCL, much like Joe Offengawi. Uh, Payne Haas has ankle tendon inflammation, but as the team has said on their website, looking for around 21 returns, who so only misses this week. Tom Flegler, Liz Frank, positive return news for him. It looks like they're not going to need surgery. It looks like a round 21 return. Uh, Joe Stimson got a Cat 1 HIA, so he'll be out this week. Dylan Walker. Arm injury suspected like a nerve injury, but he has been named. So uh, we'll see on that one. Brandon Smith returned in New South Wales Cup this week and has been named on the bench in the main squad. So good return for him. 
apparently, Nick, slimmed down a lot. Yeah, I read that. He um, looks like light cheese now. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um, he needs to gain that agility back that he used to have, eh? That's it, because otherwise his only real thing was like that uh, burrow through either near the line or like through backwards moving defense. So yeah, yeah, his his acceleration was like super elite. You know, he'd be able to dart out and skip across two or three guys so easily. You know, like mm. he used to be able to do that. So hopefully, he gets that back in his game, right? For sure. Because then, because then, if you then get a um, uh, one of your forwards running the line, you sort of you can ISO someone quite easily as they uh, have to turn into Oni. You sort of skip here across the the inside there, so um, it it opens up a lot of opportunities. It certainly does. Uh, and look, we got Jerry Marshall King. Uh, apparently, the Saints more than AC joint. He's got a cartilage issue in his shoulder as well, which is why he's been missing so many games. So he's again out this week. So it is not looking great. Runs in the family, doesn't it? Shoulder issues. <sighs> Looks like it. Uh, is also he plays very tough in the middle there. So, but he's been carrying this for a little while now. Nick, uh, if I've done the injuries, you get the Nordicon this week, mate. So what's what's happening? Um. Oh, Jared Wallace, he's copped an $1,800 fine for his second offense for a grade one high tackle, which is a careless one. Uh, Sean Lane got done for that tripping. Uh, his first offense, he's a good guy. He's taken the early guilty play for a, a fine as well. Tiny Mill, <laughs> subsequent offense, that's classic for his high tackle, which he earned uh, $3,000 fine. He's one of those guys, he does a high tackle. He doesn't know what he's done wrong. Uh, that's his problem. Stafford Tower, um, it's, it's, it's his first offense for that dangerous throw, um, which was a little bit unlucky. Was that on Kennedy or something like that? Um, just one yeah, of those momentum it, ones. Yeah, it wasn't much of it. Yeah, not not too nasty. So he just copped a fine as well. So no suspensions this week, Stu. It's nice. nice and short. Nice and short. Oh, also, interesting news this week, just on a back to the injuries. Adam Dwahi uh, underwent surgery uh, yesterday uh, for Did his ACL. Next year? Well, he's he, he, next year now, is Yeah, he? well, he, he, he's, what happens is the last, he's only, you know how he did it to the beginning of the year? Yeah. What they've done is mid, mid, yeah, two, they've two done a multi-stage ago, yeah. reconstruction. So the first one, which was early in the year, was to remove the old ACL graft and to fill in bone tunnels, which they sort of used to do his knee but caused some instability. Yeah. And the second one, the one that they've done today, is to reconstruct his ACL. So it's 9 to 12 months for his return from today. Mm, so yeah. just just watch out that he probably oh, won't be out. back this year. Yeah, just sit Actually. it out, Adam. Yeah, just. Sit well, it's it just that he's got no contract. That's the hard part. So how likely is it to get a contract if you haven't played a game? Yeah, but you know, you if you got no no, he's got a contract for next year, doesn't he? He's got a contract, but I'm saying if he sits out next year. Yeah, yeah, but you're better off going into a club saying that you're healthy and training well rather than potentially doing something again again without having a contract, in my opinion. But, yep. look, I don't know. I'm not a player agent. They know better than, than me, for sure. Got it. Okay. And uh, Tohu Harris returned from that low that lateral ligament strain which he got from a tackle. So that's good news there. Um, awesome. So, Nick, uh, we're talking about origin players. So when to bring origin players. So how are you feeling about bringing origin players coming off like uh into this week um i think a lot of people already have Haas and maybe harry grant by now so most of those people mostly everyone i think should have two maybe three um you know origin guns in their team is that probably fair assessments to you or maybe mitch moses as well potentially um so 
in terms of the guys you're looking to bring in, um, you're looking at your day for feeders, um, maybe Paddy, Paddy Carrigan, uh, Mitch Moses, if you don't have him yet. Um, uh, the, I think one of the big ones, Stu, is uh, Isaiah Yo. Uh, interestingly, because he's coming off the bench, we'll sort of monitor his minutes, aren't we, to determine uh, whether we'll look at bringing him. How many minutes will he need to play for you to definitely jump on him? Uh, assuming no injury, of course, before... Um, uh, look, I, I, I would be I'd be keen at 50 or less. I would be buying, like as in like I would be just, just doing it at 40 or less. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I was thinking maybe like 60 would be my threshold, but if it's under 50 uh, or even 40, that would be amazing. Oh, it um, would be. So, so depending yeah. on how the game's going, he may or may not. I just see one of those ones where if he comes on and has, just has to tackle everything that moves, right? He may just, they may give him a rest this week and his break even is in the high 70s. So it's just because mm. he had a shorter, shorter game the other week. So just for me, it's one of those ones where you just go, do I need to move this week on a mid? Probably not. And with the break even of 77, if he doesn't play or gets like a 30, he's high sevens at that point. Like we're talking about like 780 odd K. Yeah, we're not too worried about team value in that sense, though. Like, if you want to get, you know, it's all about points at this stage of the year. So, oh, but that's um, what I mean. You don't want to jump on a guy who might get thirty points, yeah, and yeah, true, and then he drops true. in price, and then he can trade up a guy who, you know, if I'm able to trade up from Maddo to him for a hundred k or less for similar mm. points outputs from the following week or better, then we should be all right. Speaking of origins, Stu, if 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 Haas they're saying is definitely coming back round twenty one, this sort of dovetails into what we're talking about next with the buyers. The Broncos said around 25 buy. Would you consider selling Haas? Look, I was going to say this for later on, but Haas is a, certainly a consideration missing two of the... So we've got uh, 20... So we've got eight rounds remaining. Haas will miss two. Minimum minimum two. Minimum two. Minimum, minimum yeah. two. And when he comes back... Now, the good thing is, is that, like, as we'll get to with their strength of schedule, the Broncos yeah. have an absolutely filthy schedule. We know that you get the best out of Payne Haas... When the Broncos are up against the wall, he's not a flat track bully. So whatever the opposite of a flat track bully is, right? And they'll play him longer and work him harder in games where they're struggling to to get over the line. Well, they've got the most wins this season too. So um, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if they sort of backed off, especially in the next couple of weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Payne that extra week. You're starting um, to worry me, mate. It's just, it's just in the back of my head at the moment. I, it just makes sense that they would take, especially these Origin guys, they would rest them in the next week or so just to give them a freshen up before, okay, now let's lock back in yeah, for the that's rest it. of the season. Well, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, that this week is that week, right, where they are resting him. Mm, but yeah. I mm. do get your point that they could they could also give him rest. And because they know that they got the buy round 25, Right, so that's like a built-in like final, final, yeah, yeah, final rest. But it is a concern where if he misses this week and then there's a, a delay, a reinflammation, he misses next week or plays a bit less, then you really were talking about fight three missing games out of the next eight, and that will really hurt you. Mm. So, look, I do have concerns. Uh, it is really something to think about for your team composition this week. Because even some of the other options, like how many how many good ones have they left? Like Adam Fanua Blake's got a buy left, like minimum one, plus he might get a bit of a rest. Toll, who's got minimum one, might get a bit of a rest to heal up that knee before finals. Like, yep. who we look at, uh, Eels have won round 27. Like, how many 
options have got left. I think the difference is the Broncos are sitting just on an extra couple more wins than those other teams. So I think they've sort of got a bit more um, leeway in terms of resting players. Like the Warriors are only like one game from dropping out of the eight, you know? That is true. That is true. So I think I think those types of boys, you could sort of say, okay, they need to play in order to you know move up the rankings and ensure they get a uh, top eight spot because it's quite congested in the middle of the ladder. Just having a look now, it is. Um, I mean, you can write off the Roosters, but other than them, you know, the the Titans feel like they can make a charge. The Seagulls probably can't make a charge, but the Cowboys are coming for the for the legs too. You know, they they're going to push into the eight, so that means one of the um. That's it, and, and the Roosters could go on a run. They're going to struggle, but they could. Yeah, so it's, just making up. And, yeah, it's it's enough. going to be rough. The bottom. Oh, look, mate. If you're not top four at the moment, you're certainly looking over your shoulder. Well, it's one of those things. Like it, it's going to come down to maybe like four and against, right? So the Roosters currently minus ninety two, but the Cowboys are positive thirty eight. So um, another slapping for the Cowboys, and they're right in it. But the Roosters really need to just you know, win by 20 every single week for the rest yeah. of the year in order just to make up the differential. They so certainly I just don't think they can personally, but anyway. Yep. Well, look, uh, so as for Origin players, guys, I think it's really have a good watch this weekend. So, uh, so sorry, th- this Wednesday at the game. Just check to see, especially like as dumb as it sounds, like how are they going in back play? Are they looking completely shot or are they looking relatively fit? And how many minutes, especially those middles, how many minutes are they getting? And also watch out for any heavy knocks that they take. So like guys like uh, Val Holmes, if they take a heavy knock, they will play on. But it might mean that, you know, they'll be stiff and sore and might not back up necessarily for the following weekend. Yeah, good call, mate. Just watch there. So now the next question, everyone has at least eight trades. How do we use them? I know for me, Nick, the temptation is spend them all uh, as quickly as you can, (laughs) but or at least spend four this week. But... The more I thought about, the more I think about wanting back to uh, two, possibly three trades, and then letting, especially maybe letting any players which could back up in reduced minutes or not at all from Origin, just waiting a week on them. So guys like DC, who we know are renowned guys to back up, hop on them. But some of the guys like Yo, maybe give it a week, you know. And that also gives me options where if people get injured this week. I've, got, I've still got trades left in the bag, right? Yeah, agreed. Yep, uh, that's exactly right. I don't think it's worth, like, um, unless you're really short on numbers, you know, if you've got too many dragons, raiders, and... Um, Rabbits. Who else? Ra- yeah, bunnies this week. I, I don't know why you'd have all those, but uh, let's just say you do, then I, I wouldn't tear my team apart necessarily, you know what I mean? I, I'd just stick to one or two trades if you can this week. Yep, that's it. And look, if you if you're rolling around with fifteen at the moment, spend away, right? Absolutely, break out the piggy banks, spend away. If you've got ten or less, just spend a couple of trades this week. And the last thing I would do, guys, if you're looking to pick up guys like Yo or Cleary, guys who play on the Sunday, make sure that you're trading guys. You're not trading out guys who play on Thursday or sorry on Friday or Saturday early. And then something happens in the 24-hour update. These guys aren't playing, and the guys that you've sold have already played. Because that means that you can't you can't undo it. That's it. Awesome. Now, Nick, you've also done us one big thing. Now, you probably listen, did you listen to the podcast last week, Nick, while you're on the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Now, so you owe everyone at home a promo for the strength of schedule for the players. Yeah, that's uh, easy. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, for, for for like which keepers they are, the t- the tier listing. But you've also got. Oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> well, I, we did mention it like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> it's even mentioned in the comments 
Oh, okay. Right yep, so some players this week. So, so, so you're a tier listing of the players. But you've also okay. done us okay. a real nice strength of schedule for rounds 21 through 27. And as far as I understand it, you've weighted this by, uh, you've sort of aggregated which are the tough teams. So like, you know, the Panthers are a really tough team. Obviously the Dragons and the Bulldogs are not tough teams to play against. And you've kind of yes. averaged that out over the competition and then gone yep. who plays who. And you've come up with a listing of which teams have good runs and which teams have terrible runs for these last uh, seven or eight rounds. Yeah, so I've sort of uh, done like a rebalancing. So the teams at the top, I've got the Panthers, Broncos, um, the Storm, Warriors, and Rabbitohs, Eels. So like they're the the really good teams, right? Yep. Um, In terms of the trash, we've got, as you mentioned, the Dragons, the Bulldogs, the Tigers as well are down there. Yeah, exactly. Um, the not, I've got the Knights down there too, but maybe I need to rebalance them potentially. Um, we'll wait to see this mi- week. They're a mixed bag, to be honest. Um, who knows what they're going to throw up each week. So um, they're probably the toughest team in the comp to sort of understand at the moment, I'd say. But anyway, oh, they, um, look, they can beat up the Bulldogs, but geez, whatever. Well, that, that's it. And, and they can click for you know some stretches, but they, they're not an A-minute team. So... Yeah, you know, that they couldn't like close out against the Panthers like that. That would have that kind of really showed where they're at, which is yeah, good for sixty. Yeah, if that you know, like fifty odd minutes, they just they just can't uh, finish halves or um, you know. Anyway, um, so in terms of teams that we like, we're looking at the Rabbitohs, Warriors, Knights, and Dolphins. And in terms of teams at the bottom, um, the Dragons have the hardest schedule, uh, followed by the Broncos, Titans, and Bulldogs. So, yep. so, um, so these aren't the worst teams. They've just got the toughest draws. Now, I mean, the Dragons are the worst team, and they have the toughest draw. <laughs> I gotcha. Now, and and just remember, the Rabbitohs, is like while that they're there, because they've got two buyers this week in round 26, obviously it makes them a little bit harder to buy. But at least if you know how tough the run is, you can know... Hey there, some of these guys might have a bit of a field day. So if you're looking to bring in Latrell next week, for example, you know that they've actually got a pretty soft run home and they're going to need to play tough because they're sitting eighth. So Yeah, the, the, if you look at the actual uh, schedule for the Rabbitohs, so I've also weighted it based upon home and away. And the Rabbitohs, they've got a couple of tough teams, but they're at home, so I'm not too worried. And they've got a you know a couple of really easy games in there too against the Dragons and Tigers. The one that really interests me, Stu, is the Warriors run home. I just think it's absolutely soft. And it's got a couple of teams there that I think will capitulate. For example, you've got the Seagulls uh, round 25. If they don't make finals, they will capitulate. And um, the Warriors will be able to run up a cricket score on them. And then the Dragons round 26. And then the Dolphins uh, round 27. I don't think the Dolphins will be in the running for finals um, despite being a So, so they might team, be playing so. some young fellas. Give them a run. For maybe, next year. maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that good call, good call. So, uh, the Warriors really excite me. It's just another reason to get on SJ. Oh, I gotcha. And so, and same for the Panthers. They've got so they've got the Dolphins this week. They've got the Bulldogs next week. They've got the Sharkies uh, and the Storm, and then they've got the Seagulls uh, and the Titans. They do have the Eels round twenty six. Now that one should be a really good game. That, that, that's a little nasty, isn't it? And yeah. then the and then the Cowboys, Cowboys around twenty seven. Yeah. But they might rest everyone if they've sewn up their uh, minor premiership by then. Yeah, that that's the risk with the Panthers. We know they got form with that, don't they, Stu? Oh, they do. Well, I think they learnt from uh, twenty twenty, where they played everyone to the max, right? Tuned up, and then uh, they just looked a little bit shot. Was that twenty twenty one? I think it was twenty twenty one. They did that. 
they lost against uh, uh, the Rabbitohs. I think it's 2020. No, it was, no, no, it was 2021. They won 21. Uh, they won it, 21. It, no, they won the comp, but they lost the first week of the finals. Oh, yeah. That they, against the Rabbitohs, they played yeah, they everyone. Did. They redlined yeah. it the yeah. week before, and they just came in a little bit uh, underdone against the Rabbitohs before they beat them in the grand final. Nailed it. Anyway, uh, all good. Uh, so, guys, obviously, uh, we also got to talk about who's got buys left for the rest of the season. So, from round 21, we have the Dolphins round 21, Warriors round 22, Bulldogs round 23, Cowboys round 24, Broncos round 25, Rabbitohs round 26, and Eels round 27. So, guys, it just means is that you can have players who have buys in each of those weeks. There's no issues with that. But you've got to check the weighting of your squad. You can't have four Cowboys at round 24 and expect to go well in your head-to-head final because you'll be playing absolute nuggets in your starting 17. I so, think the team that's probably the toughest there is the Rabbitohs because you know you're gonna you be pick, you're able to pick up you know Dane Cook and Cam Murray and Sale and who's not gonna want a bit of a Latrell action on the way on the run home? You know what I mean? So that's that's probably gonna be the toughest one to uh, evaluate. It is. It is. I'm certainly the more that I look at the schedule, I'm thinking about Latrell. And Cam Murray. So as a little bit of a pod play as well from next week. Yep. All right. Well, look, uh, thanks for that, Nick. It's it's good for the schedule. And uh, Nick has staked his reputation on getting that out this week. So both the uh, tier ranking and the strength of schedule. And promise Man, to defend it to all the Warriors might. fans who are going to be salty that they're not first. <laughs> you know what? I might just uh, call out Warriors fans, you know, just just um, in, the, in the post and just... Uh... Smack them around. <laughs> Maybe just say we we haven't done you dirty this time on the strength of schedule. <laughs> it's like we're promising. It's not how they'll finish on the ladder. It's not predicted ladder. It's anyway. Yep. Moving on. Yep. Anyway. Okay. Let's get to the first game, Nick. What about what's happening on the Friday night game? My boy, uh, Dane Gagai returns in the only change for the Knights uh, from last week. Inari Tuala drops out of the seventeen. Bradman Best and Jacob Safidi have been named and called back up from Origin three. Uh, yeah, Bradman Best might. He's a young bloke, but uh, we'll see. What do you think, Stu? Do you think Bradman Best will back up? I reckon he will. He's a bit of a stud, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see. Uh, for the Tigers, Epicorosau, your boy Stu, has been named to return from that jaw. Uh, Alex Twile also comes onto the bench uh, from suspension. Uh, Appy's return sees Talon De Silva, who was actually pretty solid last week against the Sharks. He drops out of the 17, while Dane Laurie and... Brent Naden could be late inclusions, and they got quad and shoulder injuries, respect, respectively. Um, uh, I've happy Stu. Uh, we're a bit worried. Uh, you think uh, we're waiting for Brooks to get back? They just have a timing issue. Like we're just we we've been chatting over the weekend and stuff. Like they just can't get their lines and their timing and the halves and the back yeah. rowers. You know, Bateman's air just going great, but that I've happy on the left just isn't working, is it? It's not. And look, he's having issues outside his halves. Obviously, he's had a rotation there this year. He's basically had like every man in his dog out there at one point or another. So uh, working working alongside him. So he's just had halves combination after halves combination. And because they've been weaker defenders, so guys like we're talking about here like Will Smith and all these other fellas, he's just been working his absolute guts out just trying to protect their inside. So I... Uh, I, and so they've been targeting it a little bit. He's been trying to protect it, but he's been missing a few tackles. And just on the runs, they know when the ball goes over there, there's no real other threats. So he's just getting shut down pretty early. 
So he's the sort of guy who, if they can create a little bit of doubt and he gets one-on-one or on the outside or inside shoulder of a player, he will do very well. But if you get two players essentially squashing him each time that he takes a run, he's just going to take a hit, right, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know. Can he get... But he like he's not that 60s player with the Tigers. Like They just don't have the firepower like they, they, he did at Parramatta to get into the 60s. But do you think he could be a high 50s guy whilst playing on the left edge? He, I think he's averaging just 54. Three this year on the left edge for the. Uh, I'm not sure that he's. A, I'm not sure that he is he averaging 53 on the left. Yeah, well, yeah, 53 and a half on the left edge this year. Fair enough. Look, uh, yeah, I know it's more than you thought, eh? Yeah, it is because he's yeah. had a couple of real bad games out there, and it's just he's you had look a 34 for... and a 38 and a 44 and but, a 44, yeah. and and that's what really yeah. hurts you is that lack of consistency, right? So the yeah. 82 versus the Storm was obviously on the right, as was the 57 with the uh, try uh, try save. So for me, it's one of those ones where the last two weeks of 44 and 30 is what's really starting to concern you. Can you, st- carry, can you carry these scores week to week when you could go to Fafita, whose worst score is, what, 55? Oh, yeah. Well, he could do that in one play, can't he? <laughs> so, so, so that's the concern here. So yeah. I, for, for yeah. me, fires up happily... It's one of those ones where I'm slowly starting to look for exits, but he's not the biggest trash fire in my team as we speak. It's a gut check, isn't it? You know, it, just, it really yeah. is. Yeah. So he, that one. I was, if I was looking to make four trades this week, he'd probably be the fourth guy I was going to sell, which is probably where he sits in my team. Yep. All right. Who um, else? During during Bull, are you happy to uh, up, give him a nice upgrade sign on him? Yeah. Just. Oh, uh, mate, we've made we've made our money. He's dropping the cash that he wants made. He's seen us through the buy period very admirably. I think that you can keep him, but I wouldn't want to play him week to week, and he's probably worth too much money to leave as 20th man. I'm sure we'll find a good option for you to trade to him if you do have him this week. Yep. Um, now, Johnny Bateman, he's a buy. We, we don't know, but we're just hoping to God that he gets the DPP just to give us that flexibility. But either way, he's a buy, right, Stu? Definite buy. He, they, they seem to just be feeding him ball. And he's on the edge, moving into the middle, where his average just, just moved into the 60s. Because he's just essentially, when Paul a goes for rest, he moves into lock, and then he moves back out to an edge. They're playing him 80 each week. He had an off game versus the Cowboys. They were flogged by 70-odd. That's what happens, right? Last yep. week, absolutely bounced back versus the Sharks. Showed his scores there. And just having a look through those match stats where he did it, it was, guys, you've got to love this. It's almost all base. So 49 tackles, right, in that 69. Two tackle breaks, which are just this push. One uh, one offload to ground, one offload to hand. 109 meters gained. It's just base, no demerits. So he's, yeah, love it. he's absolutely love down it. on demerits. The only thing that he's really had a bit of this year is missed tackles, but he's absolutely slapping it as far as the number of tackles per game. So, yeah, I would, I reckon Bateman's the go. Yep. Uh, bring him in if you don't have him. Uh, no more buys for the rest of the season as well, which is nice. Um, so Dan Gagor, I picked him up uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he did that. Was it the ankle stew? I, th- I think it was. Uh, it was his foot. 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 It was the um. Oh, uh, what what you call it? A plantar fasciitis issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, I sold him based on Mitch back then, saying uh, he'll he'll need a week or two before he gets back to his production so he's back this week just give him a week before bringing him back in as yep you know a really high-end uh center option Caleb Ponga Stu I haven't got him uh I missed that 
boat. Um, oh, jeez. That no, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Um, but would you yeah. br- consider bringing him now? Uh, like our guy, no more buys. That positional versatility. Uh, Look, my question is cost because he's got to be up around. He's six thirty-seven, he oh, but he's he nice. was kick he was yeah. kicking goals though. That's the that's the thing. Mm. Remember, remember, we were keen on Ponga, right? At his original mm. five odd fifty k points, we thought there was the ten points of value there. Yep, kicking goals, right? He's still at a forty two yep. average, so uh, the season and his price is uh, still around that sort of forty, what the forty three forty four mark. So I reckon there's points there. If, if I we're having Break a look at here. twenty. So yeah, since the okay, so since Coming we moved to fullback two against the Bulldogs. Yeah. So oh, and they got the they got the soft run home. Uh, they they were third on the run home for the strength of schedule. Okay, so Tigers storm ouch, but then Raiders who have been soft as on the edges, right? Like imagine him <laughs> running at Jared Croker. That was low sorry, max. sorry, just just <laughs> just Raiders corner. A dragon's corner. My God, that was just terrible, wasn't it? Stu? Oh, mate, that's why the oh, center no, scored just, so like, well. Just send it left. Yeah, oh, send oh, it left. Oh, oh, send it right. You score. That's it. It was just opposite sides of the field were completely soft against each other. So <laughs> then the Dolphins, who've got a soft edge, which is why they keep on cycling through centers, the Bulldogs. Then yes. they've got the Rabbits and the Sharks, which the Sharks can leak points, as can the Rabbits, right? Uh, and the Dragons. There's yep. no death. There's the, Only the Storm come close to being a death game for him. Yep. So for me, yes, Ponga is still a good go. Bullets of Ponga is a good me. is a good pick. That's an absolute layup if I've ever heard of one. Um, I like it, sweet as. Okay, and uh, that just leaves us Bradman Best. What do we think, Stu? I, uh, I honestly don't. I don't have any gut on what to do here. Five seventy three k. He's coming uh, off what like sixteen tries he scored his last <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, he got a quintuple or something like that. It was ridiculous. So and a few bodies left in his wake as well, you know. So He's probably still there as corpses on the field. Look, he will continue to do well. They will continue to feed him good ball, but very few sides will be as bad as that bulldog side. So, <laughs> and they, well, they've stiffened up as you saw a little bit, but they still leaked thirty odd points against the rabbits, right? Yeah, they're susceptible. Yeah, they're susceptible, but they still stiffened up a little bit. I would say best best is. He's he's not at he's peak. a forties kind of guy. He's a forties kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, right? and so that's it. So you just choose between him and any of the other forties guys, or find the hundred k, right? I'd get, yeah, Gagai, right? Uh, Gagai Holmes. Uh, Holmes, yeah, I like it. Good shout. Manu, if or you don't have him, boy uh, Lomax next week. You know, you could always go Lomax next week though. Lomax, the their run on the way home is actually making me start to doubt my how we're going there because of how but, tough that but, run is. Okay. Uh, back to Dragon's Corner, teams play down to them. They go, these guys are not having a dig. We're just going to cruise, which is what the Raiders did. They just go, oh, we're going to play a white and, you know, just like walking about in the middle and we're going to play Matt Frawley being Matt Frawley. And, you know, oh, so, so, I, I some like teams, teams will. play down to them and take I, them I reckon, the, so I reckon the Storm are going to take them out and send them to the cleaners, mate. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but but anyway, yeah. so, so, so that's, that's my issue there with Lomax. Like, he's almost... I'd almost sell him over Tarpane this week. That's where I'm at with that Dragon schedule. Sure. But Jack DeBellin obviously will get a million tackles. Yep. Anyway, we're not talking about the Dragons. Uh, we're here to talk about Knights and West Tigers. I think we just talked about everyone that we need to hear. Stafford Toa has been on a bit of a slide, guys. If you bought him on his 100, we told you not to. It's just an, another Udo Ikamanu. Uh, sorry, uh, it's not Udo Ikamanu. Who scored the Talakai? It's another Talakai moment from last year. <laughs> so I just saw <laughs> Stefano's name there. I'm like, uh, no, it wasn't him who scored. 
the tries against Manly. Uh, Tommy Tommy Talau is enormous, but he only got a 41. So uh, even though he's still dirt cheap, just don't touch him. Don't touch him. Yeah, look, anyone can have one good game. Uh, yep. So same with Dom Young and Greg Marzu. Uh, Greg Marzu is probably the best winger for fantasy in the comp. He's having a Brian Toto 2021 style year, but uh, he's priced for it. So who do you think is going to win this one, Nick? I've like the bookies have Knights at a dollar eighteen. <laughs> I've probably got the Knights at a dollar eighteen, and so probably be by about twenty five. <laughs> yeah, I got them by twenty. Okay, Ponga, I reckon Ponga's going to clean up a little bit. Get him in this week because his price yeah. will skyrocket. That's it. Okay. Uh, Adam Elliott's the only guy that you probably t- talk about if you need like a mid price middle this week. <sighs> Yuck. No, don't buy midi now. Don't no, I'm it. just saying that some people are short of mid this week, right? Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. Fair enough. We'll find, we'll find a better option later in the Okay, block. I'm just saying for 300, 495k, right, he's probably the That's best. That's like the worst price, though. Oh, it is. I'm not saying it's amazing. you've got to spend two trays to get rid of him because you don't want No, him. you just park him for the rest of the year, but I do get your point. Yeah, it's a uh, dead weight. Anyway. Awesome. Let's get to the next game. So we get to Saturday. Bulldogs versus Broncos at Belmore. So for the Bulldogs, uh, Ethan Kai Ward makes way. Josh Edekar comes back onto the wing. Jacob Kraz goes to the centers. Blake Wilson retains his spot after a hat-trick against the Rabbitohs. I think he probably moves to the opposite wing. Uh, Roman Fatella-Marino has replaced Ryan Sutton, a prop. Corey Woodell named at lock. For the Broncos, Pat Carrigan's named on the extended bench. Corey Jensen's replaying Payne Haas a prop. Jesse Athos comes onto the bench. Kurt Capewell returns into the second row, which pushes Xavier Willison to the bench uh, and probably out of the squad, I'm guessing, if Paddy comes in by the look of that bench. Maybe Tyson Smoothie drops out. Um, so, Nick, what are we thinking about Paddy Carrigan? Look, he, he doesn't actually go that much better with or without Payne Haas, so that's no. not really a catalyst. Uh, we've debunked that like three times. Um... That said, the rest of the pack is decimated, which um, is probably the only... Um, it's not just Haas, you know, it's Flegler. Um, who else are they missing, Stu, this year? Uh, uh, Ricky, uh, they're, uh, they're missing yeah. the fullback. Uh, no, in the full... Are they missing another proper? is it just uh, Flegler, the other one? Uh, Flegler... No, just Flegler, Haas, and Ricky. Okay, so um, it's a bit decimated. Look, it's a, it's a shout... Um, what is he, 780k or something like that still, which is expensive. pretty expensive. I like him as a bit of a pod, to be honest. Um, oh, he's 22.2% owned. But what's he uh, top? Let me have a quick look and see what he's in the top 1,000. Uh, um, only 81. So what's that like? For 8%. 1.6% or something? On oh, the no, top 8%. No, no, no. Yeah, 4% yeah, yeah. in top, the top 2,000. Yeah. yeah. So look. I think that he's a good player. He will do very well in tight games. They do have an awful run home. He will make a ton of tackles. Him and Haas, the only guys to make out like bandits in that game versus Penrith, right, where they were getting trounced because he, these guys are defensive, uh, real hard workers. The issue is here you know, is I, if there is a game which yeah. resting Paddy was the go, it would be this game against the Bulldogs unless unless uh, – Unless the coach is feeling they, vulnerable. They feel like they might get the two points with him sitting, hey? Like, that's in, all, it. in all seriousness. And, and, yeah, and so. That's it. So, so, like the Panthers do, give the guys a rest on the week. Let the young fellas yeah. aim up, right? Yeah. Get your points, walk away. 
So for me, I'd I'd probably wait until now before to make a decision on Paddy if you are, right? If he moves into the starting thirteen job, yeah, sure. Yeah. But also watch him watch him over Origin. The if he plays more than sixty, I would say it's unlikely. Who are the uh, Origin wingers for Queensland? Oh, it's Coates and um, uh, Tualangi. Tualangi, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cobo is uh, fresh, I suppose. Yeah, it's still really. But he's still got that hit pointer. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not thinking for fantasy. I'm just thinking about the quality of the team for the Broncos. It's still really good quality with Reynolds and... Um, yeah, and these young you know, fellas that, that are playing through. Yeah. Corey Jensen's a decent enough middle. And Palace here, like all those guys there, they're, um, they're just the next guys in waiting, right? Much like the Panthers, they just have these young forwards ready to go. Yep, so maybe stay clear of Paddy Carrigan then, I suppose, this oh, week. Maybe j- just wait till week. now before. Well, yeah, roll it over. Yep. I'd roll it over a week. Easy. Uh, now, guys, we've got to talk through some other guys at the Bulldogs. I said don't buy any Bulldogs last week because it looked awful. They came back and they looked a little bit better. So, guys, uh, let's talk about, look, Matty Burton. Guys, uh, he's coming off the 70. But for me, the thing is, is that he did look much better with Toby Sexton there. And I guess we've got to talk about Toby Sexton too. But I would say that, that there are better options this week. Uh, simply due to the fact that DC and Munster are the same price. So, yeah, and they're just yeah. better better options. And if you buy Munster this week and he plays, Burton's got one by left. Munster has none. I was concerned that Burton would lose the goal kicking, but he um he kicked six last week, which is uh might be a career high to be honest. Um, or equal. And, to and he looked and he looked great running the ball, but it was yeah. against I guess what you would call probably the worst Rabbitoh side that put on the park this year. Yeah. Due to or- yeah, injuries and suspension yeah. and uh, origin. Yep. Yep. So. Um, yeah. I, look, we all know I'm a huge burden believer. So if just, just looking at his scores recently, yes, he had the 19 against the uh, the Knights. Let's just scrub that one out of history. Yeah. But going back a few weeks, the 63 versus the Warriors, 61 versus the Titans, 44 against the Roosters, 75 against the Eels, and then that's 71 against the Rabbitohs. So... You know, that's something in the 60s in terms of an average high 60s, um, which I, you know, which is what I was sort of predicting, to be honest, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I was and, thinking something in the 60s. So, and, and it's he's um, certainly putting it together. I probably just want to yeah. see one more week of that before you jumped on, just in case. This week will, this week will be a real test, I reckon, because mm-hmm. they'll be playing a top four side and see how he pulls it out against them. Yeah, they've got a uh, tough run home, didn't I say, up above. Um, yeah, so they're fourteen, and, and they the cannot keep artist, yeah. they cannot keep a side on the field. Every time they get a forward no, back, well, someone yeah. else goes down. They cannot; it's impossible. They can't take a trick, can they? No. They just anyway. All right, yeah. uh, a guy All who way, I actually yeah. want to talk about a bit more: Reed Marnie, Nick. Yeah, so, spicy. Yep. Well, yep. and the reason is is because not everyone has six hundred k in the bank this week, so yeah. you might be looking to trade like a couple guys up, guys down. Reed Marnie as a someone on your bench 549k yep uh still averaging 46 for the season uh break even a 24 so look he's had an up and down season started off well with the year uh had an absolute shocking game to save versus the titans where he got a 17 and then had a buy and then 22 a week later versus the roosters where he missed a ton of tackles since then he's turned it around so 39 versus the eels but then a 52 versus the sharks 44 versus the Knights and 59 versus the Rabbitohs. So he's just slowly turned around that break even and he's just been fantasy relevant for a long time. Was looking much more lively, missed a lot less tackles 
and that at the price point, so he still missed four tackles, but not like the eight he missed against the Knights, for instance, right? Yeah. Where he's just getting bumped off. Yeah. So, and it wasn't even his tackles were up. It was his, just trying to look where the additional stats came from. It's pervasive, isn't it? Stats-wise, it's, uh, it's, it's not quite clear. It's quite, yeah. He got an offload. It was just a slight, slightly better. This is good. It means he didn't just have a standout game. So it was like one line yeah, break. A turnover tackles he's had in the last three weeks or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, a point for. He's just teams. trending up a little bit, right? So there's exactly not, right. There's not any huge indicators. His price has just come down from those seven hundreds. So as a mid five hundred sort of guy, as a hooker, it's not he, a bad he's, shout. Especially if, if you're going Grants, and he's just a good backup hooker. Yeah, would you move like a Simpkin to him or like yes, Jake, that, Jake that, Simpkin's got a ten break even and he might score ten. Oh, no, this no week. he's gone. Yeah, he's exactly because Appy because yeah. Appy's out. That's this is Jeez, the top option. That. We, yeah, we just dropped the ball on that. One. Oh yes, we did. So well, we said Appy's back, but I guess yes. In that case, Simpkin, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jake Simpkin, Simpkin's in the fourteen. He's he's, he's just, just straight up sell. Yes. So what money if you don't have much cash and otherwise um bring in you a could gun ca- if you've got or money. you could cash yeah. him out to like a. Harrison Graham or whatever his name is from the Wilson? Dolphins. No, huh? Blake Wilson from the Bulldogs or the uh, new hooker for the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. We'll get to him. Okay, we'll get to him. Cool. Anyway, uh, the other guy we've got to talk about is Wilson. So he's a real smoky option. It's a cash out simply due to the fact that is he, he did. Is he good? So- he did look good. He looked fast. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously he got the number of tries. He's playing outside Burton, so it's on a good edge to be on. Uh, unless they've shifted him to the to other wing. Where's he gone? His cut, mate. He, he, yeah, he was looking a bit tired, a bit slow. You know, these 18-year-old guys on sides where they get banged he's, up. Defensively, you see him get beat, and he just drops. You know, like, he's he's just so low on confidence, I think, defensively, hey, from getting just and smashed. That's it. And I'll be honest with you, I think he's one of those guys who spend a lot of time in the weight room, like, trying to get big for first grade. But he just yeah. lost some of the cardio that comes with it. So, uh, kind of the option. It looks like a mental thing, too. Uh, he doesn't look... He doesn't... I know it's hard to be in someone's mind, obviously, like I can't, but just watching him, he just doesn't look like he maintains yeah, that focus. On that's in, true. Uh, it, and and, and, and he's been position on the field, right? And, and he's been the one guy who's been there on that edge when everyone else has been cycling around due to injury or origin or whatever else. So <laughs> yeah, just, just as what, you know, where the kick out is going to come back soon, right? Yeah, that's it. The next week or so, yeah. But anyway. look, Kai Ward also looked good there, I'll be honest with you. He looked good. He looked a little bit slow on occasion, but he looked very big in attack. So, okay. very big. Yep. So, so, Wilson is just a sneaky cash out. Just treat him as an absolute cash out. Avarillo, him or Chris is the DPP options. Uh, Chris with the buy this week, um, do you yeah. flog him for like an Avarillo or do you just hold him as that Look, DPP um, cheapy option? I'd hold him unless you have to sell him. Avarillo's yep. obviously got a buy. But look, the good thing about Chris is that he's got the, look, the dogs have Broncos, Panthers, Dolphins, and then the buy. So that's just a pretty tough run for the next four yep. weeks for Avarillo. Yep. And I've got Payne Haas. Look, I had him as a hold, but the answer is, is that depends on... I'm, I'm nervous, eh? I'm just nervous on it. I, I don't think I'll actually trade him, but I'm just nervous. I'm nervous too, but I'm also nervous what happens if he comes back. So let's let's have a look real quick. Let me yep. pull up Mr. Payne Haas in my squad. So great people for listening at home hearing me click around. Okay, so round 21, Rabbitohs. Ah, Flegler should be back for that one too, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so Rabbitohs, Roosters, Cowboys, Eels by Raiders Storm. So the fact that it's such a tough run, I reckon yep. will actually serve Payne Haas well. 
because yep. he's one of those guys who they they will just push him from 60, like instead of playing their 55, 65 minutes, yep. they'll go 65 to 70. So we just got to hope that the uh, Broncos are using, as you were saying earlier in the pod, just it's this week that he's, um, you know, going to miss and then he'll be back next. Uh, in terms of ownership, uh, 59% in the top 100. So most of the uh, top people are in the same boat as you. That's exactly you know I mean? right. So maybe uh, trading him out. It could be Galaxy Brain though trading him out, but. It could be. You just got to find the right guy to trade him out too. If they get a forty, and that's, that's the real problem. Payne Haas yeah. can make up that entire difference in a mm. week, right? Yep. He he's one of the few guys who's been able to absolutely slap out higher scores. So if we're talking about Payne Haas about bad scores, do you know what his worst score is this year without looking? Um, ah, oh, something in fifties. Forty-seven versus the Sharks. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Uh, okay. Uh, and his that's so solid, eh? That's so it. Solid. In up until the buy, his worst score was a fifty. So this the, uh, his his forty seven was was against uh, the week after Origin against the Sharks, by the way, and then the Which week after he put happened. on a ninety three against the Knights. Yeah, yeah. So you just yeah. know that he's got that those seventies in him. So we're just gonna ride and die with Payne Haas, I think. Hey, we're just oh, ride and die look, with un- him. unless you're absolutely shot for numbers this week. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, I've got the Broncos winning this one. I've got them winning it by probably twenty. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> yep. Cool. Let's let's move on. Next one, uh, Nick Seagulls versus Cowboys. Um, oh, it's a Saturday afternoon. Four Pines uh, skipper Daly Cherry Evans and Jake Chwojewicz have both been named and are a strong chance of backing up after Origin Game Three. Um, the brother of Eels gun Ryan Madison, D Madison, will make his NRL debut off the bench. I've not heard of D Madison. Have you, Stu? Oh, I've heard of him. But okay. no, I haven't seen much. Like, he's 25 as me. He's an arrow debut. He's probably just got a little bit less talent than Matto. That's the end of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, be like us on the pod, right? Um, that's anyway, it. Uh, Cowboys uh, coach Todd Payton was named the same team that absolutely obliterated the Tigers. Uh, four Cowboy origin players named to back up. Jason Tamalola remains at the bench, but could be a swap for Ruben Cotter on game day. Why don't we talk about Ruben Cotter Stew? Uh, I don't think we've got him down, but he is just so cheap at the moment. He's like five hundred forty-nine k or something like that. He um, is. He's he's been having a five seventy-one. So okay. he, he pretty, is pretty cheap. He's he's a good one there. He's that tier below that keeper status this year. Like if you, the reason why he's so cheap is because look at his last five: 40, 53, 39, 33, 15. Yep. Just they're managing him. Right, so obviously against yep. North Queensland, if they're either getting smashed, and this is the thing, like earlier in the year, I think it was against the Sharks, right? Yep. I went to this game. Uh, the Cowboys got absolutely smoked by the Sharks, mm-hmm. and he only got twenty-two and thirty-five minutes. They just took him off, right? Yep. Which is a guy who they will keep playing in close games, but in blowout games, they will pull him to mm. keep him sweet for those big games. Yeah, save him from himself, kind of thing. Well, that's um, it. Well, because he's averaging. Yeah. He's averaging bigger minutes played in most of these other games, right? Like 62, mm. 69, 65, 56. Mm. Yeah. It's, they're just playing him by eye and just saving him for the big games. So if he's got a soft game or, or he's backing up from origin, they'll just play him short minutes. Yeah, it's real tricky um, what to do with Cotter. I just think he's an interesting shout based on his price. His break even's at um, 73. Okay, you got to wait on him. Uh, yeah, price I'd, price, I'd, I I'd definitely wait. And he's got a buy left. So, yeah. Oh, look, yeah. I like him because he can go high. Like, so if he's short, I just wouldn't buy him this week. Yep. Uh, 
Look, uh, let's. I'll, I'll start with the really easy one. Scotty Drinkwater, 779k. Oh, Coming off an absolutely that's, enormous that's run. Your best call this year. Best call this year, Stu. Best call. Yeah. Oh, look, it's. And the, the entire resurgence has come off the back of Scotty Drinkwater playing uh, fullback and essentially 5 8th. Yep. Tommy Dearden just runs. I have not seen him kick the ball in weeks now, pretty yep. much. So uh, he is uh, he's getting kick meters. So like the last three weeks, he's got more than 200 kick meters. Uh, so, sorry, more than 200 meters gained. And like he's, he's getting some decent kick meters in there as well, like on play five down the left. So mm-hmm. for me, he's an absolute uh, guy. Like if he gets on a roll, he will score plenty of points. And he mm-hmm. should be pretty fresh with the week off just around the Blues training camp and playing 18th man. Yep. I reckon he's too expensive to bring in this week, though, Nick. 773K? You can't bring him in. No. 779K even. Yep. Oh, uh, actually, uh, it, look, if you don't have him, I, I don't know who you've got in the wing fullbacks. Um, maybe you've gone a bit cheaper with uh, like a CNK, Hammer sort of look. But, um, you know, if you're sort of looking at a... Um, feel like a Nick Meany sitting there, you'd be tempted to upgrade watching uh, Scott Drinkwater being so dominant and, um, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen uh, whispers of him potentially coming back um, and he, he might play that hybrid role off the bench and do you know what I mean? So That's true. Uh, if you've got to train him anyway, you might just look at bringing in Scotty Drinkwater as a bit of an upgrade on a cheaper wing fullback potentially. I, yeah, I don't I, hate it. I'd almost wait a week for Latrell at that point, I'll be honest with you, if you're spending that we'll much get money. both. You could get both. both. Oh, look, if you've got unlimited trades and limited money, you'd get everyone, wouldn't you? But uh, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, at 779K, if you've got him, hold him. Otherwise, just he's, he's almost overpriced at this point. Just do that 100. Mate, 98% of the top 100. There you go. There you go. Uh, but, you know, for the people who aren't, aren't in that top 100, like, you just yep. watch out. I'd, I'd pick up Ponga before I pick up drink water, just on a price per point operation. 74% in the top 5,000. That's crazy. Yeah, so well, it's, 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 it's yeah. for that buy coverage as well. Like, everyone kind of worked it out that he was playing pretty yep. well. We just did it round nine, uh, which was just a couple of weeks ahead of everyone else, fortunately. Uh, so we got uh, Olaquatu. So his average will be up with Turbo gone. So he's got a low-key buy rating in the low 600Ks, Nick. Mate, big buy rating. He's a pod. Um, I got on him uh, three or four weeks ago or a bit longer, and I'm really happy. Um, he looks dangerous. He can go big. Yep. Um, and he's actually yeah. dropped some cash since then, so you can get him a little bit cheaper. So he's gone down from six forty-seven to this week. He's at uh six twenty. So you can get on yeah. him a bit of a discount. No, it's it's not because he's been playing badly. His last four, uh, fifty-three, thirty-seven, fifty-six, fifty-four. Yep. So and and like he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't now. Uh, Blowing the do- doors off yet into no. the Seagulls. And make it only one try in. against the Storm for the 56, but the 54 against the Roosters, no tries. Uh, he had one try he's save. Due. He's due for some more, isn't he? He's only had... Uh, th- oh, he got a double versus the Eels. One, two, three, four, a five. Bit, bit, of a, bit of a drought for, for a while now, like, hasn't he? Except yeah, he got storm, one versus... Bit of a drought. That's it. Yeah. So... Should be all right. Uh, his tackles had never really been his strong suit, I'll be honest with you. He hurts people. No, but it's tackle busting, mate. Exactly. He's So... Uh, ask ask uh, what, Justin Olam, how he tackles. Exactly right. So, <laughs> Olaquasu is... Uh, I've got him just as low-key, but I just see the fact that he's not a base stat guy. We'll rely on the attacking stats. And what's the strength of schedule like, Nick, for the Seagulls? I think it's towards the bottom. Uh, actually, no, it's towards the top. Uh, sixth. Sixth easiest. So, okay. pretty good. 
There we go. Okay, so look, uh, medium buy rating I now have on Oliquado with that strength of schedule there. Uh, next guy. Got a lot of pod, mate. And uh, no more buyers for the rest of the year. Yes, certainly. Which we love. Now, we've got yeah. to talk about two guys, Nick, because they're very, very similar. They play different oh, positions. Yeah. Okay, Garrick and Val Holmes. Yep. yep. So both kick goals. Uh, different positions. One's wing fullback, one's centre. Uh, Garrick could get dual play position, but he only got two games there, so who knows? Right, mm-hmm. so Garrick's at six hundred and eighty k, Val Holmes at six seventy four, so only six k different. Yep. Uh, who would you buy now? Garrick's got no more buys left. Val Holmes has the one buy. Val Holmes uh, has obviously just done well better over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, excluding that Garrick century they scored with Turbo there. Yeah, I actually haven't um, watched the e- the the Seagulls um, that closely. Um, I've flicked them on for a little bit, but I've been turned off mostly. So I don't really have a good uh, pulse on Garrick. Obviously, um, he's a good fullback. Um, it's interesting. Well, he, he, he kept- he, he's, he's his last five, right? This is why I'm struggling. 39, 104, 19, 68, 47. Sorry? Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's a couple of games in centre there, right? So No, so- no, no. Uh, this is almost all at fullback with the, uh, since Turbo got injured. So the last so two four. games at centre, two games at fullback in that, right? Oh, yep, yep, that's true. So, um, but the hundred and four was at centre. Correct, correct. Uh, he, he, just having a look, I'll see what he's a career at fullback. Um, Forty-seven. But, but we know, we, we, yeah, we know he's like a fifty. He's pretty much a fifty fullback. So, um, and definitely got that goal kicking upside. We know he can crack out. He's priced at fifty. Oh, so. I mean, you're not really after value. You just have to point this type of year, and for someone who we know can put up a hundred. Um, he's got to be tempting. And like what I prefer about Garrick over Val Holmes, I think Holmes is a touch cheaper. At, oh, he's only a couple of grand different. Okay. I'd go Garrick just because he have his hand on the ball more, to be honest. Um, I know we, we were just saying the Cowboys are coming for the league, but um, the, the reality is the Cowboys, as you were saying earlier, they're playing more through Scott Drinkwater and what he's doing. And he pops up everywhere over the field. He's, he plays both sides of the ball. He's, he's not favoring either side, whereas... Um, you know, someone like Ruben. So that means uh, Valentine Holmes might get starved of some of the ball. Um, <laughs> whereas I, I, I'm sort of leaning towards Garrick here, Stu. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, oh, look, I, I think that Scotty, he likes playing um, a bit left outside of, um, which allows him to go down to Holmes and uh, Tuolagi. Yep. I think they play on the left, don't they? Uh, yep. Yep. So, yeah, he does because he's, he's got the left foot. So, uh I don't have an issue there. My only concern is that round 24 buy. If you got him, Holmes and Drinkwater, both buy the same week. That's my only um, concern there. Give me a sec. Because that's no, just a, a lot of plays left out. Center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Left center. Left yeah, center. So, 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 so that's Jeez, why I still... <laughs> my price is like, oh. <laughs> no, it's more round 24 if you got both Drinkwater and uh, Holmes on the buy. That could hurt your squad a little bit. Especially for competition. The thing with Val Holmes is he's coming off uh, what a seventy-seven, a sixty-one, and a seventy-one. My God, that's what I mean. It's just been absolutely filthy. Oh, been tuning God, size up, dude. Tear. He's on tear. Bloody hell! And he's a huge pod. No one in the top one hundred has him. Nope. Jeez. Oh, it, they're kind of, they're literally coming for the league. They are. Mm. Uh, and the next three or oh, next four, so Seagulls, Eels, uh, who just got tuned up, Titans, and then Broncos. At home, mm-hmm. so if you look at his touches, I don't, I, I don't think Val Holmes is getting too many touches at the moment. But he's just putting, he scored a couple of tries, and yeah, he's playing well. Mm. Yeah, but the, in these in these games, so the Cowboys put up um, his last three games. The Cowboys put up 
45 points, 31 points, and 74 points. So averaging in the 50s there. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's sustainable, obviously. So, you know, maybe he'll be averaging something in the mid-50s rather than Garrick being around a 50, hey? Yeah, but obviously plays one game less. So that's probably answered the question there. Oh, geez, that, that's tempting, though. Because Garrick is uh, more highly owned. He's, he's 39 in the top 100. Uh, yes. Whereas Holmes is that massive pod. So if you're looking to make ranks, I've I, I got to say Holmes, eh? I just have to make yeah, the ranks. I like it. All right. Uh, we also got to talk about DC. I've got a very strong buy rating on him. His break-even's finally turned around. Uh, only question for you, Nick. How worried are we that his turnaround on his break-even is mostly off the back of those two tries that he scored the other week? Um. As I said, I haven't really watched Manly, so I can't really comment on the quality of his play, to be honest. But um, overall, he, he's just a stud. Um, he's playing really well for Origin, obviously, too. Uh, just have a quick look through his stats just to buy myself some time. His tackles are not all that high. They're sort of low, um, you know, 13, and 11, and 12. But he's still putting up nice scores. Yeah. I would say for head-to-head players, especially if you're rolling deep into the finals, because like you look at the next five for these guys, it's not that great. Cowboys, Sharks, Dragons, which is a good matchup, right? But then Roosters and Panthers, right? That's all that's pr- relatively that's tough. Yuck. That's yuck. Yeah, that's yuck. And then the Warriors as well. We're at, M- at Mount Go Smart on. away. So Wait, what have I got the rank sixth? I have no idea. Because they've got the Bulldogs and the Tigers, round 26 and 27. Oh, geez, that's cute, isn't it? It really is. So That's this is. I'll have to. I'll have to um, do some more splicing and 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 break this up a little bit. To yeah, right. So so oh, so, so the really interesting part there is around those last two rounds. DC could go absolute ham if they're still in the hunt for the title race. Well, I don't. Okay, I just don't think they will be looking at the ladder. I um, I'd That's like the them to be, but they're sitting at they're sitting at tenth. Yep. Um, and they got that draw, which it, the draw will help them. Um, you know, got... on 21 points. They're only one game out, but you know, I just see the I, I see the Cowboys definitely moving up, and um, I just don't know who else will fall out. Maybe the Raiders will fall out to you. Oh, they yeah, could, but they're going to get the two points this week as well on the bye. Yeah, yep, yep. Any, anyway, so that's the only thing to about DC is that it's a it's an ugly run for the next little while, right? Mm. Excluding the Dragons game, but then those last couple of games, if you're in your head-to-head grand final type situations. Bulldogs and Tigers, I reckon he could have a bit of a day out. Um, that's about yeah, it. I wouldn't bring him in just for that, though. I think this the the upcoming schedule, which you mentioned, the next five games, is one gimme to the Dragons, but the other four are yuck. That's like, true. But looking at his scores this year, he has aimed I mean, up in a lot of these games. So so if we're, looking, if we're looking at the games that he's played this year against a lot of these top sides, he's yep. got 69 versus the Rabbitohs round four when the Rabbitohs were flying high. Right? Yep. Uh, 50 versus the Panthers, which is pretty good against the Panthers. Yep. 92 against the Storm. They, were, they weren't good, though. No, yeah. they weren't good that week. Uh, 57 versus the Broncos around 10, who were still big yep. Broncos. Yep. And good. 57 yep. versus the Sharks. So we've seen no absolute. It was just before Origin. You got that 36 versus the Raiders, 48 yep. versus the Dolphins, 40 versus the Storm. And yeah, I, I'm thinking that he'll come good in these games. Okay. He's got no averages below 50 against any of these sides. Yeah. He's got remaining. Look, I don't, I don't think he, – he's, he's about value, so it's not a value play. It's just a points play. I think, oh, it's, a, I think uh, it's a good play. Uh, he's priced at 50. His long-term average is high 50 to low 60s. I reckon there's 10 points of value there too. Yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. Easy. I'm I, buying him. I, I'm, not, I'm not as keen as you, but I can understand why you would want to jump on. Excellent. He's a pod too. I like it. Uh, so I'm just going to watch him after Origin. So who have you got winning this one? I've got the Cowboys by four. Um, it's just difficult to understand who's going to back up here. Um. Because you heard that Lenny talk about maybe Cook or Robson will get dropped and Lenny will go onto the bench. Yep. So um, if Robson gets dropped, then I think I would tip the Cowboys. But otherwise, I think both the Manly guys. Oh, yeah, I, I might go Manly by two. Yeah, it'll be close. Yep. Yeah, they've had a few weird games recently. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, done. Let's get to the next game. So the Saturday late night game over at the SCG because the Women's World cup means is that they need to use all the good grounds for people to watch uh interesting levels of quality of soccer um so we got the roosters brandon smith returns for a finger injury named on the bench jake turpin starts at hooker egan butcher named on the bench billy smith and joseph suarez named to start james desco and lizzie Collins both being named to back up on the storm side harry grant Xavier coates and ken must have all been named to back up Will Warbrick be named after that HIA took him out of round 18 and he's had the week off with the bye. So uh, real quick talk through these ones. So Brandon Smith uh, is definitely hold a week minimum. See how he's going. I really want to watch him this week. But unfortunately, it also means for Jakey Turpin, he is now sell with Brandon Smith sitting there on the bench. So because yep. he scored that 17 before his HIA went off, his break even is ruined. Thank him for his service. Move him on. Joey Manus continues to be a strong hold. Uh, simply due to the fact that when they need points, they're just now worked out. Just give, try and get him the ball with a bit of space to make something happen. Or close no more buys too. That's it. I like it. Uh, I'm going to come back to Teddy. Uh, let's go to, I've got Harry Grant as a strong buy. Uh, yep. I've, I picked him up a couple of weeks ago. Will Warbrick, obviously I've checked. He's actually the third most owned Storm player. You can trade him out quite safely. Best option seems to be a guy like Chance or someone similar, just in that price bracket, just above him, 100k or so. So, or just cash him out to a guy like uh, Wilson from the Bulldogs and use the cash to upgrade someone else. Uh, now, Cam Munster, I've also got a buy rating on him, just not as strong a buy rating as DCE. So, just due to the fact that he's had a little bit of regression in his attacking stats this year, he's just looked a little bit down on form and fitness, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, it's not um, it's not convincing, is it? Look, it's Munster. He's still been playing well. He's just not been playing sixty at five eighth well, and that's where yeah, he's, he's been he for quite been a that, while. He hasn't been that elite. Yeah, yeah. I, the Storm just don't look themselves. Like I, I think they're still fourth, which isn't bad. No, no, no. But, but the, yeah, they just don't look themselves. They're just playing a slightly different style. Like not having Paps and that speed has just really changed the way they've had to go about their business. They've and really the middles, they've just had a, so much more. And they've and they're down those quality of middles who get that wrestle and the play the ball into play. And so, their back five is like pretty trash. Like let's be honest. Like it's. It, like, Olam is not the same player he has been in previous years um, offensively. Defensively, he's still all right, but offensively, he's not, like, bulldog, like um, um, temping bowling people like he used to, you know, like scattering everyone. Um, Remus Smith has been all right. Will Wilbrick's come along, and Xavier Coates has been, you know, somewhat invisible this year, I think. So, And, and Nick Meany's not Ryan Bavanagh. Yeah, he's decent. Yeah. He does a job, yep. Exactly. So I, I just think that's made it a bit tougher for Munster to um, really use the speed that they used to have, which yeah. they just haven't been able to unlock this year. 
And look, he's just had that little bit of decline. So he's he went off the he got a copter knock early in the year, so he got a forty four versus the eels, and then fifty seven fifty six the hundred versus the roosters that he got. Uh, yep. 4166. But then it's just the last few weeks where he's sort of been up and down. So 29 versus the Dolphins, 43 versus the Cowboys, big 78 versus the Sharks, 53 versus the Panthers, which was pretty good, right? So yep. he's priced pretty well. His break even is in the 50s. You can afford to wait a week. There is upside to chase with him because you know, like, he's currently priced at um, just around 50 points, right? And yep. we know that his average can be in the like can be in sort of the mid fifties to mid sixties, right? Depending on how he's going. Yeah, I'll just say we look at the casualty war now. The only guys in there are Eli Katoa and Ryan Pappenhausen, who actually mean something to this team. So they're you know somewhat relatively healthy. Um, so I can actually see I can see Munster having a bit of a renaissance, right? Yeah, that's it. They've got no buyers on the way home. I've got Munster as a buy. Uh, I just have DC slightly above him, but it's pick a mix, pick a mix. So for their run home, I'm just pulling it up now. The next, we really only care about the next four or five, not all yep. the way. Uh, Roosters, Knights, Eels, Panthers, Raiders, and then for your head-to-head oh, -head guys, hard, Dragons and Titans. Oh, okay, that's yeah, that's where the that's where it softens is, yep. out. And Broncos yep. round twenty-seven, where everyone might get rested. You never know. Yep, that's the relief. So that's it there. So it's those two couple of soft games where those sides might have clocked off. And we know that uh, they'll be pushed to keep into the top four. The top four looks pretty tight this year if you look at the NRL ladder. Yep. yep. Actually, I'm just pulling up now. So the Storm, they're still in there. And look, the Raiders, I don't think, are going to take that spot off them on differential. No. So really, it's the, it's the Warriors coming through after them because the Warriors have a buy up their sleeve. Uh, yep. yep, the Warriors, Warriors or the Eels, they'll be good, and they uh, they got a buy. Uh, and the Rabbitohs actually have two buys up their sleeve, including this week. Correct, correct. So, so yeah, they're actually be a fair bit higher too. I just see the Raiders. They're the only team I see sliding out. I see the Cowboys sliding in. I don't. Um, the Eels and Rabbitohs each have buyers um, upcoming. The Warriors have a buy. The Sharks don't, but they they just look maybe a game too many, right? Yeah, that they've won too many games to slide out from my point of view. Mm. So, uh, and they're just going to beat all these other teams. Like they, they just they have know, another they, year they're, of they're sufferance. Much, they're, just, they're, they're a much better team than the Raiders, I think. Um, if you put them head to head, I think <coughs> I think the Sharks would beat them today. Yeah, that's it. So, anyway. ha having a look at that, I guess from, from my side, yeah, look, the Storm will be pushing, which is what we really, really want to see because everyone's within a Agreed. game of each other at the top of the pack. And you want to, you really want a top two spot. Like you just do. Oh, desperately. Um, okay, so let's let's keep on looking here. So I've also got uh James Tedesco. So I've got a bit of a question mark over his buy rating, Nick. What are you thinking? Um, I had penciled him in um as a guy you do want to bring in. Um six fifty K is quite nice. Um he has looked better. Um fifty three break even isn't fantastic. I think I test he just looks a bit better. The Roosters, um, as we mentioned, are getting healthier. Um, you're starting to see their forward pack not have, you know, um, as many randos each week. I know you still got Sewell Wong there, Nafo White and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, seeing Brandon Smith back on the bench is a good sign. Unfortunately, they don't have Angus Crichton and Satili Tupinor, which I think um, will make it a bit tricky for them. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and, so, uh, and and the heart and the hearts issue isn't great either. So may, maybe the team isn't traveling as well as I think. I think they could capitulate. Um, 
based on, um, you know, they've had a really tough year uh, injury-wise and, and they may just, uh, you know, um, throw the towel in and um, just say it's not our year and move on. Yeah, it's a bit interesting there. So, so they've got the Storm. Obviously, this week, this is almost a make or break for them. And the Titans, which will be the make or break if they lose against the Storm. Right. Every game's a make or break. Broncos, Seagulls. I'm just saying, like, they can't make it if they lose those two in a row. Basically, that's it. They've got to win every single week. It's that's, just like, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, so they've, look, they can afford to lose the first two if they go on a run, but they've got to beat everyone after that. So um, then they got the and they got the Storm and the Broncos two out of the next three weeks. Yep. Seagulls, Dolphins, Eels, tight. It's not a great run. So no. uh, I reckon they've left it a bit late. Uh, Teddy yeah. will probably do well in a couple of games, but I'm I think, behind I think it's underrated them on too, dude. If you have a look at um, not only the Roosters, um, but also the the Blues in general, all, all those guys have played so many games. Do you know what I mean? Like the Panthers have had deep runs. The Roosters have had deep runs. And then they played the World Cup. You know what I mean? And the Rabbitohs too. Like, like yes. those guys, the core Blues have played so many bloody games. Um, and I just wouldn't be surprised if the Roosters just sort of um, say, okay, well, we, we just, it, it's not our year, and um, Teddy, Teddy just needs a rest, to be honest. Yeah, it could be true. Cause he just looks like it, doesn't he? I think it might be this last year of his fantasy relevance. Oh, be cool. Uh, what, uh, may, may, yeah, may, maybe a restful offseason would help, you know. We'll certainly find out. Uh, so, look, I've got Teddy below Garrick and Val Holmes, both of them at this point. Yeah, below Val Holmes, that's for sure. Yep, and I've, I've got him below Garrick too for most weeks. Uh, just due to Garrick's got that base of goal kicking. Um, and Ponga, I'd have him below Ponga too. Yep, that's true. Again, with that goal kicking thing. So yep. uh, I've got to buy a wing fullback, but I don't think it'll be Teddy. Uh, the other guy I want to chat about real quick, Nat Butcher. He's been very spicy for me as far as things go. He's on an edge this week. Looks like he's one out over his brother as far as edges go. Angus Crichton is certainly too, and he's done for the year. Angus Crichton's probably done. Uh, yep. It looks like Egan Butch will come on probably after around 20 minutes or half an hour or so to spell Victor Radley, right? When yep. Victor moves into the middle. Yep. Uh, so I would say there, and it also keeps Victor Radley out of trouble being on an edge much more. So yep. look, I would say there with that, he is absolutely looking good. He plays very hard. He just gets through. He's got that real base stats to him. Uh yeah, so, I can see mid mid fifties or so, sixties on the way home. Yeah, mid high fifties. Exactly yeah. right. Well, look, since since round fifteen, right, sixty four, sixty six, did not play against the Raiders, uh, and then a seventy two. Yep, against the Seagulls. So I'm just I've seen good things from him this year, especially when playing big minutes. There's just been no bad scores really in there where he's played decent minutes. No, so he's just a tackle machine, doesn't miss many. So uh, six hundred seven, yeah. safe place to put your money. If you need a middle this week and you just want a safe place to put your money and then play on your bench for the rest of the season, DPP, Nat Butcher looks like it. Uh, he's only reason he's not in my score is because his position was a bit under threat for Angus Crichton and Tupania for a while. But yeah, it's not it, anymore. that's why I've avoided him all this year. Hey, like he he started off expensive and it, it's just been like you've just been expecting him to revert to the bench, but. They've just had no luck with health this week uh, ever since um, Angus Crichton uh, yeah, went off the reservation. Yeah. That's it with his MCL. Uh, yep. He did it again. So that's it. So I've got a buy ring on that butcher. So uh, very fantasy relevant game, this one. A uh, whole bunch of keepers you can get in. Uh, they I won't have... rest Nat Butcher. They won't rest him. He'll play the rest of the year. Oh, they'll play him every game? Yep. Uh, him I and like his it. brother. Uh, so look, I've got the Storm winning this one. I've probably got him winning it by 
I, I reckon they were a bit embarrassed by the Panthers the other week. Like they scored basically two pretty jammy tries, including one that Nelson dropped that they somehow found to be a try, right? And two penalties, and that was it. They got slapped. So I Which would game? say uh, against game? the Panthers, the Storm. Um, they, they oh, lost. yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. They lost there. So I would say they were a little bit embarrassed by that game where the Panthers yep. then just basically put on, what, 34 unanswered points against them. Yeah, so I'd say the yes. Storm will win this one by minimum twelve, probably closer to sixteen. Mate, that was that was a tough game. That was awesome for the Panthers. Yep. So I, I, I was thinking Roosters for some reason. Roosters. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I've got the who's favourite Storm Sydney Cricket Ground. Yeah, I'll go Storm by uh, ten. Yep. Like it. All right. Uh, Nick, take us through uh, to the game across the ditch. Warriors versus Sharks. Our Lord and Saviour, Sean Johnson, is expecting his second child. Congratulations this week. And could be a late scratching for the team. Uh, Ronald Volkman or Dylan Walker, the likely replacements. Although Dylan Walker, we mentioned, had that uh, arm, shoulder, nerve issue, I think. Josh Curran also returns from suspension and will start in the back row with Mitch Barnett shifting the prop. Bunty Afoa has been ruled out after being stood down under the NRL's concussion protocols. Uh, the Sharks are unnamed, which is uh, not surprising. Um, I wouldn't change their side either based upon looking through their squad. Tom Hazleton, he's got to lift his game defensively. That's probably the only shout-out there, right, Stu, for the Chucks. Maybe put Brad Hamlin Ueli back in. Oh, look, for sure. But, look, Tom, he's been running very hard off the bench. I think they just, you know, they targeted him a little bit the other day. But yep. I reckon he'll do all right just off the bench impact player. Once he gets a little bit tired, they'll bring him off. Jack Williams yep. is also actually having, I'd say, close to a career year. I know he's not. He's turning to a real impact player of the middle. Who? Uh, Jack Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He's been playing very well. Uh, yeah, he's Brit- good. Look, uh, let's talk about the fantasy relevant players here. So, look, SJ, guys. Nick, I've actually got real concerns. This is an SJ owner. If he misses this week, he's also got another buy in him as well. Right? So, at that point, I almost might sell to Cleary just um, for points because I will be short plays this week. They're by 22, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't think that's a bad shout. And uh, uh, that said, though, Cleary, if you... He's got a break-even of 100. Oh, I totally 100, get it. Yeah. I yeah, get it, but it's, it doesn't It doesn't yeah. matter. It's cash for me and for a lot of people out there. It's not as much as the cash as the points. I don't think you want to play 16 and lose the 70 points that SJ would probably the, get you. The thing is, though, um, Cleary is, what, 940 or something like Nine, that? 970, 980, 970. Okay. Um. I've looked at bringing in Cleary, and I've got uh, <clears throat> how much cash have I got in the bank? Like six, I've got like seven hundred grand in the bank or something. Yep. Um, even if I bring in Cleary for like um, Seb Chris, it then limits your ability to then. Um, that's why I'm saying you just upgrades. You flip that, out that, SJ. That, that's why I'm saying it's only one hundred and fifty k. You don't spend your okay. cash reserve. So SJ, cool. SJ is just a straight up sell for me. Unfortunately, Mitch we'll miss Moses. Two will, the next three. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a layup, isn't it? And Mitch Moses, uh, unfortunately, will be backing up from Origin and has the buy round 27. So he's really the only other halves option who's that top tier. You could also trade a SJ to a Munster or a DCE very easily. I would have no issue both of them are past the buy. Most if, people should have some halves. So I think uh, I think you can be a bit more um, creative in other positions potentially too. Oh, you certainly could. I'm just saying like that. Like a feeder potentially. You know what I mean? You certainly could go for feeder, though. Straight again, for feeder's worrying me, uh, just due to. But I'm, I'm looking at the bench. I think he'll be okay. Yep. Uh, cool. 
I just want to make sure he doesn't get rested. So for me, I'm trading at Tanner Boyd for Feeder because I know that they play the same game. So if he does get dropped, I've got options. Trade with Tino instead. Mm. Uh, oh, shoot. Which so did you say trade in Tino? Yeah. You want to trade in Tino? Let's get to that game, okay? Before we oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Before we get there. Oh, sure. Uh, okay, cool. Let's talk about the next lot of guys that we need to talk about, which is... Uh, so SJ, I've got him as a... Obviously, he's a definite hold and probably hold for the rest of the season as long as he plays... Sorry? Who? SJ's a hold what? if he hey. if he plays. If he plays. Oh. If he doesn't, he's a straight-out no, sell. Yeah, but... Wait, so it's... What I don't understand with, like, players having kids, right? If, like, is Child's born tomorrow, he plays, right? Is that the thinking? Yes, I think that he, he just doesn't want his wife to be alone during the actual birthing sequence. Okay, okay. So it's not that he's going to... So he might only miss one week, potentially, depending upon the dating. He might miss no weeks. It might be born... No, I no, know. but he's got the buy. He's got the buy is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, no, yes. Though I think it's due in the next week or two. Okay, okay. Jeez. Like, like he was oh, close to missing out last SJ week. Yep, okay. Yes, so it's one of those Brutal. ones where it's probably... It's going to be sometime this week, if it all goes to plan. Him in. Anyway, so... I'm watching until the hour beforehand on SJ. Make sure that you are around 2 p.m. on Sunday uh, cool. just to watch out what's happening there and make sure you have an exit option. Who's it going to be? You can't pick someone who's already played, obviously. So don't be crying if you're like, oh, geez, I can't pick up, you know, Matt Burton. It's like, yeah, he's already played. Uh, moving on. Uh, the, where was I? I missed. Uh, Metcalf. Metcalf. Okay, so Metcalf, just enjoy. Uh, but remember, Tamari Martin's out there, so don't go out and buy him straight away. Mitch nope. Barnett, don't get sucked in. He was playing on the edge and got a, a good try and got a ton That's of a defensive trap. stats. Exactly right. Nico Hines is another good week's captain. Uh, just watch the weather over in New Zealand. Ooh, because That's a tough... Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I but Nico's a base stat dude. Who else are you going to captain this week? Haas? Um, but he's not playing, is he? Exactly. Um, SJ against the Sharks. So uh, Ponga versus the Tigers is probably the only other one. Or no, no, no. Uh, Hopgood potentially. Yeah, you could, but Maddo's on the bench. Remember Grant versus the Roosters. Oh no, drink water. <laughs> drink water versus Manly. It could go either way, mate. Both sides could lose by fifty. Sure, sure. Oh, actually, actually, just to go back one game, we uh, missed uh, Nelson Asafa Solomona. We did. Um. He is named on the edge where he averages 60. So at uh, 600K and um, he's a no buy. more buys. And Eli Katoa's nowhere to be sided with that eye injury. It must have been an awful hut open there because he's had surgery And on he's it. 20, oh, he's, you know, 16% in the top thousand. So not a huge pod, but, you know, an interesting No, 16% one. in the top thousand is actually pretty good. A genuine, a genuine cut price uh, keeper based upon the facts, the circumstances right now. So he's he's cut price for a couple of weeks, and then you put him on your bench, and the fact that you'll likely pay sort of lead uh, starting prop off the bench still isn't a bad choice for you, right? If he gets a DPP, I'm gonna be so happy. (laughs) You know, oh man, I need it so bad. Anyway, I don't need edges, but I get your point. Uh, All right, so Uh, captain C. any, what about uh, your next guy, Tohu? Would you captain him? No. Nope. He's gone all right? No? Okay. Uh, against the Sharkies, just they move the ball side to side a lot there. Like all their points come from the wingers and the edges, not through the middle. Yep. Okay. So, so that's my concern there. They basically shift the ball. They've got a beautiful back line, the Sharks, and yep. beautiful ball movement, both Manny 
Moylan and Hines are combining very well on the edges. Yeah, they shift it, don't they? Yep. And yep. Uh, Braley's got a beautiful long pass off the ground to shift it to the edges, and they just they really rip up sides out there. A couple of tough yep. plays through the middle and then pass it wide. Get very to strike, yep. yep. So Tohu, he's a hold. Watch for the next round or two to determine whether a hold or sell round 22. Uh, same for owners out there. Just hold. I'd go get Nelson before I get Tohu. Save 100 grand. Uh, Mulatalo, seven people in the top 100 bought him and ate a bad score of seven last week. <laughs> you mentioned that over the weekend. I thought I That's it. I did. Because I was, I was looking at him, I'm like, oh, geez, he's dropping yeah. price a bit. And then I'm like, oh, no, I won't do it. Like, I'll just pick up yeah. a cheap guy like Munro. Just get minimum that, points. That buy round was dodging bullets like uh, Neo the Matrix. Hey, like, there, there was there was some bullets there, and, and we dodged them, thank Oh, that's it. Like, same with I almost put in Tawari, and then he's he's been dropped this week, so. Yeah, I put him in. Anyway. Oh, mate. Anyway, we'll that. you got some that's trades. Uh, all right, so... Having a look at this squad, I reckon it'll be a tight one. I've got... Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, Ramian, is he, uh, is he a shout at all? Oh, look, Ramian is... Ramian is the third hooker... Uh, sorry, the third centre you want in your team. So you do not want to be playing Ramian week to week. You just want him to be in weeks like this week where he's got coverage. So yep. he's uh, he's sort of um, turning his price around now. He's still uh, sub 500k. No more buys. Um He's, he's still he a buy, but you cannot play him in your two starting centers a week to week because he's, he's well known for a teen or a 20 score. So who are you centers then? Are you well, saying you need to get a gun this week? I'm saying that, well, uh, I'm saying no, Ramian did this week after this week. I'm saying after this week. So okay. Ramian, I'm playing this week. That's fine. Yep. But next yep. week he gets flipped out by Lomax. Right? Okay. Like, because like, I've got okay. Lomax sitting in reserves. Sure. sure. Yeah, you can't, you can't have a classic center. Like uh, Ramian. That's it, exactly. You just, or, or rather, I'd just be concerned with him there because he had, can put out some dodgy scores. Sure. Awesome. Uh, with that in mind, I think I've got the, I'm going to say the Warriors by four type game. Yeah, I like the Warriors too. I like the Warriors by um, 10. Excellent. I'm just going to look up the weather, uh, Auckland. Okay. While you're doing that, I'll uh, crack on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the Dolphins versus the Panthers, uh, 12th versus 1st, uh, which is at uh, Redcliffe, uh, which would be good. For the Dolphins, Felice Cafusi uh, returns from that concussion, the second row with Kenny Bromwich shifting to prop. Mark Nichols moves to the bench. Josh Kirst shifts 18th man. Uh, the Hammer will play on in the centres with Cody Nicarima retaining the fullback jersey. Brenko Lee uh, bids for return via the reserves. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King remains out. And as we mentioned before, Valence Tavares has been dropped to 19, unfortunately, which isn't great uh, for me personally. Anyway. Um, yeah, a lot of people are hurting this week with all the outs and then Valence Tavares adding to the list of pains in the neck, right? Yep. He was a two-week proposition for me, as silly as that sounds, but I just... This is week two out of those proposition, though, it isn't is, it? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I've got a, got a bit of a headache. Anyway. Uh, Nathan Cleary uh, is bidding for a return from the hands train. Jersey number 24. I didn't know they had jersey number 24. Uh, the, anyway. Panthers, the Panthers uh, get the dispensation of having so many origin players. So they, so good. Yep. They, okay. they, they play extra deep. Well, I think they've got five, so they're basically they're just Mate, one. It's just, it's just favoritism from the league. Anyway, <laughs> um, Blue Stars, we've got Yo, Martin, Crichton, Toe, all set to back up from origin three. Scott Sorensen with that neck. Ah, he's been named to play. Zach Hosking, Tyron Peachy drop out. Sonny Luke and Jameis Salmon join the bench. So I'm the not sure that that'll around... remain. 
they're getting more to that round one sort of squad, aren't they, Stu? Just looking at it. Um, they're, they're, folk, everyone's you know? is just about back and fit after the injuries this year. I still reckon that their best squad probably does involve uh, Zach Hosking and Tyron Peachy over Salmon and uh, Sonny Luke, but we'll wait to see. I think I think they might be treating this week as a week to possibly give some of those other guys a little bit of a run mm. in first grade mm. again. So, yep. uh, look, let's let's talk through the guys real quick. So, Valence Tawari, look, I warned you. Uh, I also warned myself to you know not get sprung by the Byrans. But uh, look, Wayne Bennett does not care about your fantasy team. He will move anyone at any time. So. And he will and they keep... got the buy uh, round twenty one, so he's and, an absolute sell. And they were cut, yeah, they were cut up a few times along his edge. He's just a defensive liability, and Wayne hates defensive liabilities. So you and Aitken is not a defensive liability. Like I think he's sorted out that part of his game. That's why he's back at center. Yep. Uh, so for me, uh, Valence Tawari is yeah definite sell. Uh, Harrison Graham's an interesting one as a real cash out option if you believe in Jerry Marshall King injury is serious, and I think that it is. He's a great cash-out option there. Cash-out for everyone home obviously means basically you're going to take a more expensive player, you're going to go sell him to Harrison Graham, you're going to take that money and invest it in a really good player somewhere else and then just only play Harrison Graham this week. It's one trade for the cash-out. So you're making one trade and you're saying, that's it, That's um, I've made my profit on my other player and I've allocated that resource elsewhere. So that's, you're not making two trades. That's exactly right. So... I, w- I would do that and just pack Harrison Graham in your team for the rest of the year. Uh, nope. I would... Uh, so that's pretty much it there. Obviously, Cody Nikarima continues to do well. So if you're a Valence Tavari owner, we're looking at the uh, Val Holmes treatment, potentially. Oh, look, it's a lot of money difference, though. You've got to have 300K there. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I, I, look, West, yep. I look at uh, possibly like just a cash-out option there, like uh, Wilson. Is a real option there uh, for the Bulldogs. Sure. Just uh, okay. I, I would cash out rather than try and cash up on him. Unless you're absolutely short there, in which case maybe go up to like a Raymond or someone. Yeah, I'm going up to Val, I think. Uh, it's too juicy. Anyway. Fair enough, 300K. Interesting. Uh, now, we were talking Teddy, Garrick, Val, but you want to bring Edwards into the conversation. He wants to uh, He wants to join fullback corner, does he? D- Dylan Edwards, just due to the fact that, again, he's that little bit underpriced again so 60 grand cheaper we know that his average is still in the 50s versus teddy's is 44 for instance yet edwards is cheaper just due to the fact that he's had that little bit of regression in his try scoring with cleary back with all the origin players back i think if not this week i think over the next couple of weeks he will really start to stride out towards the end of the season right they're not going to rest him or the other guys by the look of this bench <coughs> so yeah i go there I think he's actually due for a rest, actually. Um, just to freshen up. Uh, he's off the bye. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't, I don't mean, I don't mean soon. I mean uh, towards the back end. Oh, you look, know, he, he, freshen up legs, just to freshen up. Maybe, uh, but apparently he's, he's super fit. But I do get your point. If he cops a knock, they'll certainly treat him very lightly. Yep. Um. All right. So Lemu Elu is another interesting one. He's still named on an edge. So obviously, if you got him, hold him. I know a few people are like, oh, do I still hold him? Yes. If you got a second row playing as a centre in your squad, hold him. Yeah, if you held him all this time, you're you're very brave and and you should reward yourself by holding on to him. That's it. Now Nathan Cleary was spotted kicking fully at open day. Apparently there was like uh, there was the Panthers open day today at the training session, 
Nathan Cleary was basically putting up some Matt Burton-esque skyscrapers along with Jack Cogger. So the hammy's all right, because to do that, you've got to have a fully functioning hammy, right, Nick? Like I'm not, not the physio, mate. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Anyway, but uh, I, I tell you now, like if you if you had restrictions on the leg, the full extension, you would not be putting up those bombs. You know, I've never actually done my hammy like ever. I've like I've 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 pulled calves and and quads, but I've never pulled a hammy, so I wouldn't actually know. Yeah, if I've had tightness, but that's about it. But the yep. a, a point being there, he's got full leg extension, and they've actually been showing on the their promo pages him running fully, including like sprinting drills and side to side movements. So I reckon that it's full chin. So I'd wait till now before the game and bring him in. I trade out from a buy player to go and bring in Cleary if you wanted to, or obviously uh, you could pull SJ out. Yep. Uh, but I would certainly wait because the worst thing is you want to spend is having a million bucks on the bench who doesn't play. Uh, oh, yeah. What do you do? Yeah. That's, that's, that's you go, what, you've got to wait till an hour out. It's a it's a tarpanay to um Cleary trade, isn't it? That's so uh, that's, that's the go. Light. Yeah, yeah. Or I like the, it. Haas Haas to to Cleary even. I'm got, seriously thinking that. I'm because yep. I'm a player short. It allows me to keep tarpanay. He'll keep on playing after this week. Doesn't yep. have any more buys. So I am nervous about selling tarpanay too. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm thinking about selling Haas just to the. But then again, I don't know. I'm I'm a lot of hard decisions this week, right? It is. It is. It's really tricky. All right. Uh, what's, what's Harrison Grant's runway board, by the way? Uh, the answer is, is that like Wayne has mentioned the fact that Marshall King could be out for the rest of the season. But again, Wayne doesn't care what Wayne says or what Wayne does. He just does it. So he's, he could be back next okay. week. We have no yep. idea. I'll, I'll pull up his uh, reserve grade. It's Harrison. a cartilage issue. Um, so it's it's probably medium term. So he averages 35 and 50 minutes in Q Cup. That's pretty solid, actually. That's really solid. So he, he could still score those, you know, 30s, 40s. Yeah, Brendan Hand stuff situation. Yep. Nice. I like it for um, 269K. He's a straight swap for the Jake Simkin owners out there, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. If you're not trading up, you can trade down. Yep. Uh, especially as that coverage player. But just remember, unlike Brennan Hands, he doesn't have the same length of runway, which is the big difference. So oh, Hands, Hands has the rest of the season. Graham, it's a medium term. So it's like maybe uh, one or two weeks, but then he's also got a buy, right? Whereas Hands doesn't have a buy till round 27. So what, I thought you said... Um, he's a cash out of the season. No, I said Wayne Bennett said he could be gone from the season, but he's Wayne Bennett. Oh, he right, says he okay. could be okay. gone. Yep, 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 so he could be back could. next okay. week. He'll be back this week in someone uh, wearing a moustache, pretending to be him in the CSA. Yeah, just looking at the bench here, you don't really see anyone else within the reserves here who's much of a uh, hooker. Kurt Donoghue. Uh, no, the, no, last week what they did is they moved Milford to half and at Katoa as a makeshift hooker. He looked okay, actually. So they really could do that, couldn't they? Yeah. They probably will do that. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably do that mid-game. They did that last week. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Makes Excellent. Clever. Uh, cool. So I've got the Panthers win this one. I've got the winning by around 18 points. If yep. neither Panthers I'll, back up, uh, back I have them winning it by 12. Yeah, I'll back it. I'll back it. Uh, 16 points. Yep. Cool. Nice. Uh, last game. I'll get through this one real quick. So Eels versus Titans. All the Eels. Uh, Gutherson returns. Sean Russell goes to the wing. Uh, Ogden moves to 18th man. RCG moves to starting prop. Moses returns at halfback. Jern Arcee, 5'8", Ryan Maddo goes to the bench in 17. Sean Lane starts in the second row. 
Andrew Davey moves uh, to the bench. Interesting bench here. Uh, Joe Offengau is named. So obviously that MCL issue must have just been a strain or something like that, which is good. Uh, does raise some questions for me. On the Titan side, uh, Tina Fasulamali, Mo Fonueka, and David Fafita have been named to back up. As their fullback, AJ Brimson. Jaden Campbell returns to the bench along with Chris Randall. Damon Jolliffe and Joe Simpson are both out with injury. So, Hopgood's unfortunately with this bench, right? Luca Moretti's a forward. So, so let's look at the Jermaine Hopgood's issues here. So we've got Sean Lane is back, which we like, Nick. But And then Brycey Cartwright is on the other edge. and But then Hopgood. But on the bench, we've got Luca Moretti, Joe Offengawi, Andrew Davey, and Ryan Madison. That's concerning, right? It's a nice right? pack. Yep, it's a good forward pack. The uh, great... Davey and Offengawi uh, mid-season acquisitions are really um, paying off now when you look at this team. They are. But if you have a look there, look, Luca Moretti's probably only get 15 to 20. Yeah, yep. and probably hooker cover. I'm guessing he's probably played a little bit of hooker, which is why he's in the squad by mm-hmm. the look of the makeup of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mado will play middle. Often Gowie will play middle. Uh, Andrew Davy will play a bit of middle, bit of edge. But that kind of puts a little bit of concern about both Mado's minutes and around Hopgood's minutes, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm worried for Ryan Madison more than Jermaine Hopgood because um, they're just a better team with Jermaine Hopgood on. He just offers so much more, particularly with his offloading and passing. And, um, you know, he just plays so directly, gets a quick play. Well, he's just like a, um, a discount uh, Cam Murray, right? He's, you know he's I mean? not even that much of a discount at the moment as well. I, I'm just more um, shouting out Cam Murray. It's not an aspersion on Hopgood, you know. He's, he's bloody awesome. Yeah, so, that, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm saying like within a year or two, I reckon they'll be very similar players for sure. Paddy Carrigan yeah. better watch out his back for 13 for Origin. Uh, Carrigan's just got the extra size, doesn't he? He can just cut people. Like Hopgood can't really cut people that same way necessarily. It's just a bit bigger. No, that's true. It's just, it's just a skill set difference, I think. But I do get your point. Yep. Um. Oh, yeah, a little bit different. Yep. Yep. Uh, better offload, better bit of movement around the park. Uh, but anyway, looking at this one, so Hopgood I've got as a as a hold but don't buy. Maddo, hold but don't buy. Gutho. Should be fine, but I reckon there's better options like we've spoken about. So Garrick um, and Co. Holmes over Gutho, do you reckon, Nick? Uh, yes. Yes. As a Gutho Sinone, yes. Yes. Penasini, yep. uh, don't panic. They got flogged for his 14. A huge number of people around, sort of 5 to 10% of the top 1,000 got in Penasini last week as coverage. And obviously... Oh, that was the other foot. <laughs> oh, it was. It was not good. Uh, brutal. Oh, it was. It really wasn't good. So hold, hold on. Let me just bring it up now. If I bring up, uh, so Jake Turpin to Will Penasini was done by uh, seventeen players in the top thousand. But overall, I think it's something <laughs> like a hundred and two of the top thousand. So that's ten percent, right? Oh. Traded him in. He, he's the best one, right? Out of that's place hilarious. this week. This is yeah. awful. Um, two hundred thirty-one of the top thousand trade in balance to Warwick. There. Yep. So they obviously they got a score, but then they don't get anything this week, right? Yeah. 102 got uh, Will Penasini for his shock and score. <sighs> yeah. And, and how many got Seb Chris? Because he's got the buy this week too. Uh, Seb Chris, 76. But I think people, yeah. are, at least you're not buying him, that you get the buy. Yeah. And you got cool. 50, which is always nice. Exactly. Uh, next one. Uh, Bailey Simpson's now too highly priced. Let's get to the Titans, Nick. So have a look at this bench. This is the complete opposite of the Eels bench, right? They have Jaden Campbell at 14. Yep. Jojo Fafita, and who 
<laughs> another ring out in 17. Yeah. Oh, I understand this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Aaron, just, and then you've got Aaron Clark What's happened to the team? and Chris Randall. Jamin Jolliffe got injured, right? Yeah, let me. Yeah, I'm going to the casualty ward. Yep. Joe Keep Simpson going. got concussed. Okay, yep. At one HIA. So, yep. the two middles there. So, and so they've only got nuggets like Mini Tino, Jacob Alec, who actually looks okay, right? And it's the rest mm-hmm. of it's like nuggets, man. They've just got no middles left. So, yes, Simpson, Jolliffe, and Firmore. Yep, that's three forwards. Um, Joe Simpson's due back uh, next week from yep. concussion. Jamin Jolliffe's around 24, and Firmore, as we know, it's Gornski's with the ACL. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. I just, I, I haven't, um, haven't uh, watched Tino too much in Clubland. I've been have watching you, him pretty um, heavily. What so, do you think? Yeah, I test. He's, he's not playing huge minutes. He's playing those um, 60. He's not playing the 80 is what I mean. He's, like, he's not playing um, the 80, but he's playing 60. But a Tino 60, he's really, he's just like, I guess, he's in the same level almost as Haas as far as like his impact levels at the moment are going yeah. for this team. Wow, really? Okay, okay. Well, yep, uh, as far as... tries in the last three weeks. Too. That's the thing, and he's, he's got some absolute junk time tries, but he did get a 77 versus the Bulldogs without a try. He got a try assist, I think, in that one. Um, but that's because they're giving him good ball near the line, right? Yeah. He hasn't yeah. played below 60 minutes in all but one game, which was uh, backing like against the Raiders, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. because they were getting trashed pretty hard in that game. Is he, is he just falling over the line? Not yeah, like, uh, pr- long, pr- long pr- pretty breaks. much they put he's him just, one because he's a big body. They right? give so him he, big he, service near the line. They put him one on one with some dude, right? Yeah, and he just this is when he normally when he comes on from the rest, so he comes up against tied middles, right? Boom. Yep. Try and stop Tino from five meters out when you're on the Impossible. back foot. Yeah, he's too tall. What is he like six five or something? Six four? Yeah, he's, he's big. Cute. Anyway, yep. so this is the thing. He's got the attacking. He's basically on the exact same run that um, what's his name was on last year. Uh, Joe? No? No, no, no. Uh, from the Raiders. Tarpane. Tarpane. He's on yep. the exact same type of run that Tarpane They're the same was. build. They're like the same body, aren't they? They are Jeez. the same sort of dude. They're the same dude. T- yeah. Tackles are up. Meters are up, like, for all these guys. So I'm liking his offload numbers, eh? Like, um... Yeah, because he's just trying to get what? stuff going. They're throwing the ball, and it's like, make something happen, dude. Now, yeah. the, the only downside of Tino, and I'm really just checking out his numbers games here, right? So we've got... Yep. He's got Eels, Roosters, Cowboys... Gross. Warriors, Sharks, gross. Panther, Storm, gross. Why isn't that the hardest on my strength? And schedule? the Bullocks, mate, that's what I want to ask you, Nick Lord. Yeah. What the hell are, is. Oh, they're, they're, they're third hardest. Okay, so they're third hardest. Uh, there is not. There. They're all they're top eight there. teams, dude, apart from the Roosters and Cowboys, who are still absolutely pumping four top eight spots. Yep. Okay. So I'd say that this is almost the hardest run, just to the fact that it's all top eight, right? I now they got, they got think f- I have to agree. Yeah, they've got three in a row at home, right? But their home is not exactly a fortress. It's the opposite of a fortress. It is a um, paddock. Exactly right, because everyone loves going to the Gold Coast and having a good night after they've trashed the, storm, uh, trashed the Titans. <laughs> um, they also got the storm away at Amy, right? Oh, yuck. Uh, the, and they got the round 27 toilet bowl versus the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So having a look here, you know what to, the Roosters aren't that good. I think that must be what's waiting it. The yeah. Roosters must have been that good. But the Roosters if, aren't. if you have a look how he's playing this year, right? So he's yep. he's he's up and down. So he's got a forty-three versus Storm, not great. Forty versus the Broncos. Uh, seventy-one versus the Eels, which is pretty good. Round ten, 
72 versus the Rabbitohs, uh, 71 versus the Raiders. So he's had a couple of rests as well. Like he was fully rested after Origin 2. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm seriously liking Tino as an option here. The other guy, that's juicy. That's very juicy. Oh, well, I'm he's really going to watch his minutes two, really hard. What? He's a pod two. I think, absolute um, pod. Oh, one percent in the top five thousand. Now Jeez. it could mean that you just drop out because you make too many pod plays. But if you want to make the top <laughs> the, the top team, no, seriously, Mate. like I, I'm a couple hundred points behind here. I need to make it up, right? Look, if These you're choosing sort of Yo or Tino, who are you thinking? Because Tino's going to play the games. Yo is going to get a rest, right? Like he just is. You think so? So I, I look. I'm I'm probably thinking it's it's a real good choice. I'm going to be watching Origin this week. Whoever plays less minutes. Okay, same as Haas. How many minutes do you want from Tino this week? Uh, as far 40? as what? Forty. How many minutes? Like if if Tino plays over, what's your line for playing over minutes that you wouldn't buy him this week? Fifty. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I don't want same to with Haas. Forty-five, fifty. Yep. Done. Yep. Uh, so, but if everyone's in that squad, he won't. He'll come uh, in some Haas to Tino is also on the table, isn't it? It certainly trade. is. Late trade. Uh, yep. I, okay. So, he plays every game on the stretch. He does. And it allows you to, to, to make other options in there. But if he's versing better teams, wouldn't they wrap up the ball? Uh, they will to a point. But again, they'll also just feed Tino more ball to try and make up the points, right? They just, at a certain yeah, point, they yeah, just yeah, get, the give the big yep. guy the ball. Exactly the same. Next guy we've got to talk about, Dave for feed up, will play 80 for Origin on the edge, uh, looking at this squad for, for Origin. Or at least at least sixty plus. So he will yeah, have sixty a, plus easy. Yep. He will have an off week coming back, but uh, David Feed has also been exceptionally impressive this year. So in his return after Origin, uh, Origin two, he put up a seventy four versus the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So he he did come off uh, off the bench for only a fifteen versus the Rabbitohs, where he was really rested. Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. they didn't want to push him too hard. And then he missed he missed out against the Tigers, but he's coming since that fifteen. He's got a seventy four and an eighty. Right, his lowest score this year outside that fifteen was a forty six versus the Storm. So they do have a tough run coming up. Uh, but as we saw there, the exact same run as Tino. But as we saw there, he's also playing outside Kieran Foran, who is feeding him exceptionally good ball. Yeah, that's it. That's the catalyst. Yeah. So I'd also got Dave Fafita on the must buy list. Yep. Uh, because otherwise, people will pod you on that, and you'll just get absolutely slung if he's scoring sixty to seventy each week, and you're copying IPAP thirty-five. Mate, um, we were saying at the beginning of the pod, maybe you only do one or two trades this week, but we're sort of leaning towards maybe four trades when you consider, you know, you might have to fix a couple of things up. Well, you know, like a Simpkin or a, um, a Winger or two or you, something I'm like just that. Saying, and it, you might do a couple of luxury buys like this to. Well, this That's is the thing: is that you gotta you gotta look out where you're at. So if you're like, oh, geez, so and so is not going to back up from Origin. Say Harry Grant doesn't. You, yep. I'm saying make a couple of trades and leave a couple in your back pocket. So if SJ doesn't play, not already got four trades locked in, and now you have got someone mm-hmm. who's not playing. So I'm yep. saying pencil in one or two, and then be keeping an eye out for this weekend. Yep. So maybe so we uh, really are not mad if you make four trades this week. Really, hey, if it uh, sets you up well for the well, run if home. it sets you up well, you've got to be buying good guys from our tier list, which Nick has promised to put out. Um, yeah, along I with the strength this far on the podcast, was it early on in the podcast about this tier list? I, I mentioned it like seventeen times. Oh my god. Okay. You weren't listening. Know. You I didn't was... listen at all. No, I was on well. I was on well. <laughs> anyway, uh, you said you listened and then backtracked. I did. I did because anyway. I was I was messaging you about uh. uh the guys that we can talk about. That's true. Uh, okay, the other guys is Sam Verrills. He's a low-key buy, but I take Reed Money over Sam Verrills. 
And Tanner Boyd is now a sell. He's coming off a whole bunch what? of really. Tan- Tanner Boyd is now a sell. Oh my so, goodness. so you made it. You made it through the origin period and like the buy period, right? Pretty much all the way through. Okay, his last five or six, he's coming off a forty-two and a forty-three, a forty-six, yep. a sixty-five versus the Tigers, 34, 48, and forty. Now that's okay, but he was up to seven hundred k in value. Right? He's at six twenty-nine. He's hemorrhaging money. He's not a final team keeper. He's not. He's not benchy. Putting up fifties, a fifty. Is that? Like seventeenth uh, man, find eighty grand, put him in DC. Pardon? Would you rather trade have him or oh, would you I see what you're eighty saying. grand and take yeah, DC yeah, yeah. or Munster? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Get get DC. Yeah, yeah. DC is within reach, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, you find eighty Burton, or ninety thousand dollars, and you go and I mean, buy Burton's one. Less consistent. Yeah. Okay. Or Burton or Munster. Just go do it. But DC DC is the shout because he's uh, going to play the rest of the year, assuming he backs up. Yeah. So so watch the thing. So I've I've got technically my team. I've got uh, him to David Fafita. Just due to the fact that if I do have to reverse the trade, it's the same game. If for whatever reason you know, Fafita's out and out beforehand, I'm not stuck. Right. Or it might be Tanner Boyd to Tino. And if they both don't play well, then I'm just going to keep Tanner Boyd and be sad. If I'm honest, I don't have a spare half. I've only got two halves for my squad. Gotcha. Um, so I'd have to swap Boyd to another half. Gotcha. I've got... Yeah. Yeah, see, that's a little Maybe bit of I've got Maybe yep. that could work. I've got hands, so he's my coverage for this week. But if SJ's mm-hmm. out, you and your hands, anyway. And I've got DC if I buy him. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk about the guys on the buy. Uh, so I've got. Oh, we'll talk about who's going to win. Who have you got? Eels versus Titans. Oh, jeez, this is really tough. Um, Combank. Yeah, I'll go Eels by uh twelve. Yeah, I think you're pretty right there. I might try and make it out to this one. I reckon it should be good to watch. That would be a good game to watch. Like they'll 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 play attacking footy and um, eels like eye test wise have actually been the best team to watch all year. Like hands yeah. down, every single game, super entertaining. Yeah, well, great, great brand. Apart from last week where they got absolutely towed up by the Warriors, but I think they'll bounce back this week with their full squad. Um, they still play like a watchable. Like I I don't have to turn it off. Do you know what I mean? Like I, That's I, I true. can watch the whole game. Yep. Well, look, I might I might send you an invite for for this game then, Nick. Mate, I'm painting. Oh, no, what time is it? 6.15? Yeah, I'm painting, mate. Fair enough. Got to paint. All good. Okay, let's let's move on. So on the players on the buy, I've got Jack DeBellin and Zachy Lomax as keepers. Definitely Jack DeBellin, probably Zach Lomax, despite that tough schedule. Um, I've got Cook, Graham, and Toloff. Like, basically, most of the guys from the Rabbitohs, they've got two buyers in their remaining um, eight games, guys. So I've got them as probable sells. So... Yep, I agree. Yeah, Graham, Graham, you can get uh, one of the other options we've mentioned tonight. Yeah. Go get Val Holmes or, you know, a whole they bunch of... They've got that easy run, but, um, yeah, just the buyers are just, just a bit yucky, aren't they? They certainly are, especially if they're playing Origin. Uh, and we got the Raiders. I've got them as hold unless you have to sell. So... Holsper should be out of his side already. Um. You know, yeah, but 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 he he might even be a buy for the run home because like he's he's he has been playing sixty five to seventy five every week and the Raiders have not been winning any games easily so they've been playing him big minutes every week. Well, that's the argument of keep, keeping your powder dry this week, you know, of just making those one or two trades to just tidy up your squad, you know, yes. like move your Simpkin and your wing fullback issue or your 
uh, you might have a middle wait, and wait a week. Up, right? Yeah, just wait a week, get the lay of the land, and then then make your splurge moves next week. That there is an argument towards that. There is. I'm only selling guys who are absolutely hemorrhaging money in my squad, which is your tenor boards and your bullets. Yep. Oh, bull. Yeah, 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 yep. Yep, on the sell list is definitely um, Buller and Tarboyd, yeah. Yep, gotcha. Good call. Um, all right, so that's it there. So captaincy this week, Nick, we were talking about it before. I've got Nico Hines as my captain this week as a pretty obvious one. And I've got a returning Nathan Cleary, but you can't pick him up to him now beforehand because he might be cut, right? He's not named at seven. He's named at 24. Oh, I can just do Tarboyd to Cleary. Okay, I'm doing that. Yep, I agree. Uh, but you got to wait to Sunday to do it, right? Um, yeah, 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 yep, yep. I'll pencil it in and um, do it, do it then. But yep, um, which means obviously, do not put Cleary in as your vice captain or captain this week. No, uh, vice captain. I'm looking at here uh, through the most of the ones here. Uh, I wouldn't do SJ either because again, he could be a late out. Yeah, I'll do uh, drink water. I think. Uh, yep, drink water is a good call. As is uh, having a look here, Hopgood, uh, Grant. Against the Roosters as well with a light bench. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Grant could go big. Few good options there. All right. Um. So let's get to the questions from the people. So I got a couple of questions for you, Nick. So oh. let's let's go here. So first one is from our own Adam Middleton. So oh, would yeah. you would you with a limited number of mids, would you bring someone as a cash down as a non keeper this week, or get an Origin gun like Yo, or just play with sixteen? Didn't you mention Adam Elliott? But we mentioned someone else in the mid for mid price. Um, oh, Adam already has Nas. Um, it was Nelson. Okay, he already has Nelson. <laughs> yeah, I guess go get a gun then. Yeah, I go get it. If it has to be mid, is it? There's no other cheapy mids, right? Unless you just straight out cash out to a two twenty or something, right? And there's not even many of those this week. Like we no, really, you just take you just take a red dot guy, you know. Yeah, that's it, and which which you can't really do. There's no point training to a red dot guy at that point. He's trying Why? to get playing. He's, out. he's trying to get players this week. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. No. He he was more saying, I'm do ready. I get a 500 guy k guy like Elliot or a Benchy, right? Yeah. And so I'm having a look this week, mate. The only other guy that's possibly worth a shout there is maybe like a Maxi King, who's finally fit. His ribs are good. Oh, you just don't want him in your final team, do you? That's just a bit no. gross, isn't you it? You could you could always get mate Bateman as mid. If he gets the DPP tomorrow. Um, yes. I think he has him, doesn't he? Doesn't oh, if you got Bateman, in that case, go get Bateman and then go pick up someone like Fafita on an edge. And that's how you deal with your keepers. I or, did that, Adam. Um, Tino. Tino is a spicy one there. I like Tino. I'm I'm like 60-40 on Tino now. I'm kind of talking myself into him, even with the three tries. It's the three tries in a row. That's, that's what worries me. You know, that just spells like letdown. That's true. He's averaging yeah. 70 his last three games, which means you're just going to be disappointed. That's part of the psychology of this is you've got to have your expectations in line. I think he'd be a high 50s, low 60s guy, not a 70s guy, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, we've got one here from uh, John Crampton. He's asking, uh, has, he has enough cash to flip Tohu into Cleary if he comes good? Would mean Cleary and Munster on bench too risky? Question That's mark. Fine. That's good. Yeah, I'm like happy it. for that. Just. Yep. Just wait until you know that Cleary's playing. At least wait for the 24-hour team list before you do that. Because I'm pretty sure that the they don't play that day, do they? They play the Saturday. So you might just wait for the 24-hour team list to come in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Okay, so I'm just pulling up the other main post for a second. Great. 
All right. Uh, Gojo Satoru asks, who should I buy, Val Holmes or Dylan Edwards, Nick? Oh, Val. Yep. Excellent. Even with the extra yep. buy? Um, I'm sold on Val, to Done. be honest. Because if, if you have, like, Joey Manu and Val, and you might have, um, whether you need a third center somewhere, whether that's Lomax or Seb Chris or, you know, as a, as a fill-in or something like that, or Lemuelu, but... I just think if you have those two guys, you just do it once and you're set for the rest of the rest of the year. I like it. Yep. No, I'm I'm thinking about Val. So you have Joe played Joe Manu and Val most weeks, and or, or, the, the, the reason why I'm less worried about Val because he scored five tries in the last three games is because the Cowboys are literally killing killing everyone. They're just killing the league. Like they are. They've like killed it, some it, bad it feels teams. Feels way more sustainable. Yeah. 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 Feels way more sustainable. His production. Okay. Tino scoring a try each week. Gotcha. Uh, Gojo, we've answered the question about is Lemuelu worth a hold? Yes. Adam Middleton's asked us in the same thing. He's really wanted to make sure we answered this question. We've answered <laughs> Adam. I'm pretty sure I answered in the group chat too, bro. So, yes. <laughs> Shout out, Adam. That's it. Luke Saragoza thought Naz and Willie get DPP. So, Nick, you think he gets DPP? Sorry, who? Naz, Nelson Asafa Solomona. Oh, I don't know. I, really I reckon don't. he will. I, I- Mate, I remember earlier in the season I got the dates, I mean the weeks wrong with all this sort of stuff. I was, you know. Well, uh, apparently, apparently the name this week. So, uh, like, on Wednesday. So I'd say yeah, Naz does get it. Even then, I don't. It's like more at the discretion, isn't it? With these things, it's less like formularized than it used to be. Oh, it is. But that's what I'm saying. Naz has like a good three or four games on the edge in it's, a row. It's three, three in a row now. Three in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I like it. Starts. He should get it. Yep. Okay. Harrison Graham's cash down. We definitely talked about that one, so that's good. Keep, uh, yep. Which is he's a cash out, not a cash down. Yeah, uh, cash out. Hamish, Tyson Cole. What on pa- Here we go. Nick, this one's for you. Thoughts on yep. Payne Haas trade out with only playing six of the last eight? He needs, yeah. needs, he needs <laughs> yeah. a miss this week. He's got Jack DeBellin, and he also wants to get Fafida, but hate trading out the best mid in the comp. What to do? Well, that's it. That's what we've um, sort of... Uh, discussed back and forth tonight is we don't think uh, Adam Fanua Blake is the option. Nope. Um, uh, um, Isaiah Yo is an option, but we think he's going to be rested at least one week. Um, or at least, at least play season. less minutes. Like he might not play the 80 that he's been doing. Yeah. Um, the Titans are on the bubble of the top eight, so they're going to make a charge. And we, uh, Stu's really high on Tino. Um, Paddy but but, but he does have that try, like which is weighing him up as well. Yep. Uh, Paddy Carrigan is a bit spicy, but um, not as reliable as uh, the Horsburgh option, which who is just on a um, real spree at the moment, Corey Horsburgh. And but he then, needs uh, someone this week, so. Well, okay, sorry. And the last option, uh, we, which uh, you really uh, plucked out of thin air, was uh, Nat Butcher. Is a really just solid option. Just solid. It is. No buyers. Really solid option. It's Cash a, down. You know, mid to high 50. Mid to high fifties, gonna play tweak as durable. You Plays know, well on an edge. Yep, play. Yep. Do, do, do you want to find his average on an edge for me? Uh, sure. Yep. Excellent. Okay. Cool. I'll answer the next one. Who have DC and must do a take for Oluapu? Uh, or do we look at Clear instead? Where he says means I will have some serious depth issues, and I plan on getting Cotter for a cheapies back backup mid soon. So this is from Cor- Corwin. Uh, dude, I'm gonna murder your name, dude. Corwin Brookhusen. So. Uh, DC and Munster, Nick. If you had to pick one on the spot, who are you picking? Oh, right now, look, pick, pick, think, pick. Yeah, I think I think DC. Done. I think DC. 
Okay. And would you go from DC to Cleary, which is an extra 250K? No, no, no. That's a, no, no way. So you wouldn't you wouldn't trade up from not not no. uh, you wouldn't no. wouldn't pick up clearly this DC, week. I, I agree with you. I think DC is d- uh, pretty good value at the moment. I think it's a bit cheaper than normal. I would look elsewhere uh, to get Cleary. I'd hold on to DC. I think he's good value. Well, no, it's not holding on, but he's saying like he, for an extra two hundred and fifty grand, you could get him, but it's going to cause him depth issues. And I think no, mate. I think depth issues. If you, if you know no, it, get, get another way. Get Cleary another way. Yep, work it out. Elias um, G. Uh, Butcher oh, yep. is a uh, 55 on the edge this year. Excellent. And he's priced at 700K, so that's 50. So five points worth of value. He's um, a career, not career, but last three years, 50. So this is an up year, but that sort of passes all the eye test stuff with him, doesn't oh, it? He's just developing, he's I think, better as a player. Yep. Um, okay. Elias G says, hold on to Jack Bird if I held him this long. So this was going to be a question for Mitch, but aren't you worried about that knee, Nick? This is such an interesting question. What what's the go with him? I, I, I didn't know he played reserve grade. What's with that? I think his his knee is just pretty shot. He's just trying to to warm it out, essentially. Work out that's, what's wrong with it. That's sad, eh? Like I'm feeling sad from that, you know? Like, oh man. Oh that hurts me as a dragon's fan to know that he played reserve grade. I had no idea. Did he? Um I was just didn't isn't that what the comment says he played no, reserve he grade? Said, or oh yeah, he did too. So I, I'm just I'm just trying to Work out exactly how he played there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just uh, having a look at the New South Wales Cup draw and results to see what he did. Because this is this was a surprise to me when I saw this earlier this afternoon. Um, we versed the oh, we lost the Raiders. Great, fantastic team lists. He played back row, second row, jersey eighteen. Wow. Uh, did he start Brutal. there? Yep, he started back row. And I'll just see if they've got player minutes. He played 80 minutes. Wow. Okay, so Jack Bird will be back, mate. So Elias, you can hold on to him if you want, if that's not a big issue. Is that your brother's Elias? Yep. Oh, okay. So that's a bit spicy. Okay. He's holding he on to 50, He put up 58 fantasy points, 17 runs, 100 meters. Um, I'll see how many tackles he put up. That's a good eight tackle breaks. Yeah, he was, Jeez, do, he was doing bird things. He was just pushing young dudes out of the way. Yeah, but that's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. It's against the Raiders, and they are they are a young um, side here. Yep. Um, so, mate, I, I'd say Elias, you can hold on to him. If you held him this long, just hold another week. He should be back by the sounds of the fact that he played 80 minutes in reserve grade. Um, but he might also not be back. The the answer is that his knee might be cooked. But no, his knee's not cooked. So why did they play him in reserve grade, Nick? I, I, look, I just can't. I just can't with Jack Bird. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel you can't bring him in, but I think you got to hold him. I. Th- yeah. Fair enough. One more week, maybe. Yeah, one more week. Like, wait, until, wait until the buy is over, yeah. And then you can pick up safely a guy like Val or someone like that just for the run home. If he's because not everyone, everyone sold Jack Bird, so he'll actually be a huge pod in the top people and also like your finals and stuff like that. So he could be a huge pod on the run home. That's true. Yeah, so he's only, he's only four. Uh, sorry, like. Because Ben Murdoch Masilla is not the answer. I think Billy Burns looked really good for the Dragons. But Ben Mur- Murdoch Missilla did not. Oh, he's gone. And he, Jaden Sewer's back. Is he? No, Jaden Sewer will be back. Is he injured or suspended? He was injured. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian McFetrick goes, who are the best cash down option this week? Big ups, the Prince of Penrose up the Waz. So, who are the Who's best cash down? I have absolutely no idea. Uh, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> I am looking Sorry. it up now. I... Uh, 
absolutely no idea. So uh, the internet doesn't even know. So moving on, Nick. <laughs> I've got I've got probably Edwards as the best cash out option this week. Yep. Uh, followed by probably uh, Harrison Graham from. Wait, 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 Edwards. Yeah, f- for the Bulldogs. Louis. Wait, Wilson. Wilson. You keep Sorry. saying Edwards. Bro. I keep on saying Edwards. <laughs> uh, I just I just remember it's kind of like a weird name. Yeah. So, uh, Wilson for the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Probably uh, Graham from the uh, a, Dolphins. Hey, one, one second, one second, one second. What about um, what about Aaron Clark? He's uh, 352K and he's on that really light Titans bench and he plays through the middle. He does. Um, I've been looking for a reason to talk about Aaron Clark every week since I've wanted to promo him at the beginning of the season and then he got benched. Right? Yeah, we, we he was one of our booms um, in the preseason. He was if he yep. was playing lock. Um, it was off a short sample size, and since then he's just been on an internal slide. I don't know. If you're 19 games into the season and you still haven't taken off, Nick, can you recommend him? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just, you know, we're looking for the, the desperate people out there, you know. Yeah, but here, 100K um, less you can go get a guy like Wilson who's been playing really well, can't you? Uh, what's playing this? outside Matty Burton drinking the good oil. Although he might be on the other um, edge, I'd be interested to see what edge Wilson is on this week. Yeah, but Wilson's like scored at eleven in round fourteen against the Roosters. Like he scored a he bagged a Hattie, mate. Like for sixty nine. Like he's yeah, not, I'm just saying he's a hundred k less. That's all. No, no, he's only fifty k less. Okay, how much is Aaron Clark's uh, three fifty now? I know, crazy. Hmm. Yep, and Wilson's like three hundred k. He's he? he's two ninety seven. Yeah, two ninety seven. Yeah. Okay. In that case, uh, look, you can get Aaron Clark. He does the DPP. I'd go for Graham for the cash out because he's cheaper. He is. Right? Yeah. I'd probably go him. If you need someone who needs to absolutely play this week, then you probably go, uh, you could go Clark, I guess. He's it's probably fifth in the hooker rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a bit too well, Bronson, spicy for me. Bronson Garlic's not a bad shout. He's 228K as a cash out. Yeah, makes sense. He's a he's a DPP hooker mid. Uh, he gets you know. If Harry Green gets knocked out, then he's the go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Moving next question. Uh, Tom Conway asks, boys, how's the tier ranking list post coming along? Has Nick been pooping <laughs> this whole time? <laughs> he probably has. He's certainly been talking crap. Mate, oh, good one. Um, yes, I have been um, on the toilet for pretty much a week there, um, which was lots of fun. So. That's it. But no, I, I didn't take my computer there and do this tier listing that is being demanded. So, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know when I'll find the time to do it. But, um, awesome. Yeah. Let, let's keep it moving. Uh, is Haas a hold or cash down to Big Nelson to free up some cash? Sorry? Uh, is Haas a hold or would you cash him yeah. down to Nelson and Sofa Solomona? I don't, I don't hate that. Do you? I don't hate it. Um, he's past the boys. That's what you do with the money, obviously. Yeah. That's it. You would really need to like make it into a good play, but I don't mind it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, who are the Storm playing this week? Roosters. Yeah, it yep. could, could be a good run. That's probably where they got Nat Butcher on the edge to deal with uh, uh, they got Radley Nelson. Butcher. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, I'd put Butcher up against Nelson for sure. Um, yep. Okay, Wolf White uh, says, thoughts on Dearden as a mid-range cashy to turn into a keeper in three rounds? No. Nah. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Um, Nick, any from the anything from the other forums? Oh, mate, I don't know. I haven't got it up. Um, uh, easy. Let me check Insta real quick. I just gotta get in. Oops. No, nope, don't worry about it. Sorry, Insta people. I can't get it up. 
Oh, here hey. we go. Are you got it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just I couldn't get it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we got one from Sean. Are these good trades? He's basically got a thousand trades there, but the big ones is, is that he's trading at SJ to Nathan Cleary, which I think we said is a wait and see proposition, right? Yes. Uh, he's yes. got uh, Turpin to Sloan. I like there's a whole bunch of things here. So the Turpin answer to Sloan. Yeah, there's I don't know there's some. I love that. I don't like that. Right, there's yeah. there's a few bad ones. Uh, so no, Sean, uh, don't trade for people who uh you don't know are going to play yet. Um, look, I think that's just about it. Any wow. final thoughts, Nick? Probably no, a best no, week no. for questions. Yep, there. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Um, you yep. got to give bonus trades to everyone. I think every week, then people have lots of problems, right? Yeah, <laughs> everyone's been quiet because they've had no trades. That's it. Well, I, I, I think for me, I think the big one is guys. I reckon keep at least one, if not two, trades for your powder dry, especially if you're like an SJ owner or a Haas owner. Just be thinking through that one a little bit because it allows you to make those last minute decisions, especially if you're buying players that are backing up from Origin. Obviously, if you're just buying everyday players like uh, I'm Hop Good. Uh, you should be sweet. Uh, any any um any other thoughts, Nick? No, I think um I think we've uh, really put a good um session in here. Um, good shifts. So yeah. Awesome. Yep. No, I'm, my voice is going. I've had a bit of a cold, so I'm dying. Um. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Spend your trades wisely. Remember, you don't get any for after this point, so don't nuke them by round twenty-two and then be crying into your weedies. Uh, <laughs> oh, seriously, especially if like some injuries come along, like a couple of bad weeks, you could be absolutely ruined, right? All you need is for Heinz to go down, you know, with a three week ankle injury, anyway. Uh, and obviously, all the best for everyone in their head to head leagues as we start to move towards the finals. This up is the, the blues, oh, and up the blues, uh, mate. No, I'm, I want us to get flogged so we get rid of Freddie, and we go, we go and get in, um. Boo. Mate, nah. this is why we lose, Pete. You're that sort of attitude. No, up the blues. Nah, down the blues, and then we can go get Cooper Cronk because people will realise that after we lose by 30 that uh, we maybe don't just need to hire the same old boys. Mate, that is the spiciest take you've ever had. I love it. I just, I know I've had enough. I, I want someone who can think about the game but not just make weird-ass decisions. So, so, anyway, look, this is the Boomer Bust NRF Fantasy Podcast Round 20. Signing out. Thanks for that, Nick. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Boom or Bus podcast. Make sure to subscribe and check out our Facebook page for more info.